This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard, and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. Uh, we are here. By the time you're listening to this, it is the day before the NRL finals, uh, the best time of year. I'm excited. Mitch is not excited because his team shit the bed. But uh, as a I'm neutral, as, as a South Sydney sympathizer, you're excited? If if I was trying to sympathize, I guess they make the top seven or eight of the teams I'm sympathetic mm. for for the finals. So, yeah, that's I'm, a big I'm honor. Really pumped for South. Yeah, that's great. They're I at least that. in the top eight of the teams left for me. Of all the teams left, they are one of them. All right. Uh, before we get into rookie takes and questions, we will start with the finale of our Coltrane Cup competition. For new listeners of the show, this is our weekly competition where you have to pick every team in the NRL at least once. Pick one match per week. Got a bunch of other rules. Well, not important. But what is important is that M. Sprouse is with us tonight as our winner. Hello. Hi. Um, congratulations. Uh, Thank you. It was a tense last couple of weeks. I think that the people that listened to this show were more invested in a meaningless Warriors Titans game than anybody else in the world, probably. Um, and yeah, you had the sort of double whammy of the team you needed to win yourself tipping the Bulldogs on Friday, being down 16 nil and winning by a field goal. And then the team you needed to lose the Warriors being up six by 16 with eight minutes left uh, by 14, sorry, with eight minutes left and somehow losing by a field goal. So an incredible swing. In two different games, both in your favor, in games that meant absolutely nothing to anybody else. But to you, it meant everything. Everything, everything. I've never wanted anything more in my entire life than uh, to have to explain a tipping competition that I won to everyone. For the rest <laughs> yeah, but, of yeah, my say, life. You, now you have to carry that bane around that you you know the difficulty of achieving the winning, win, like being the winner of Coltrane Cup and the battle mm. of getting there. No one else gives a fuck. There's about a hundred people that really care that are in it as well. And now yeah. uh, it everyone else, no one else gives a fuck. It's, oh, you want a tipping comp, did you? Yeah, yeah but, it's not any, but it's not any kind of tipping comp, right? Because you have to take the West Tigers. Yeah, you have to pick everyone you do at, at least one point. Have to you pick know, the West I know it sounds easy, hey, now, and but you're it selling it short, Mitch. It wasn't like, easy. It's almost 200. Thank you very much. I know, but you know what I'm but, saying. Like, but you tell yeah. people, like, I know it sounds easy now, but I'm telling you it wasn't. I know. like It wasn't. I had to meet the Tigers and... And all the other bad teams, with, the, I had to do it with confidence. The, I think one of the craziest parts about this is, was as it, as, it, as it happened, Luke, who was winning going into this final round, was in Sydney for an event that night. And we were obviously seeing you, you that right? same night. So we, I watched the three o'clock game where he needed the Warriors to win with him and Campo was this. And as you <laughs> both know, Campo is the most superstitious person who like, <laughs> has hit me on multiple occasions when I've said the Raiders have won this, but when they're up by 20 with like, three minutes left the most superstitious man we've ever met and yet it was him that with eight minutes left said to luke oh go stand in front of the tv and i'll take your victory photo incredible oh, just shit. incredible he, stuff. he messed him up real good he messed him up real which good. and the worst part about this isn't that m1 or that luke lost it's that campo thinks that he jinxed it and that jinxes are even more real than he already did which yeah, is yeah he said he said to me he said uh, there's your birthday present yes he took he's yeah. taking credit for this for this, not not to mention the fact that all year I only you know tripped up twice or anything That's like that. True. It all came down. It's to true. Nicholas Campton. What was so your what, two losses? what was your other? Because you and Luke both had the same loss. It was the para getting tailed up by the dogs. You both had that one. His yeah. other one that we went through. His other one was tipping the Raiders at home against the Cowboys before people realized the Cowboys were good. What was your other loss? Uh, so 
my only other loss of the year was taking the sea eagles because I waited too long to take them. And then by the time ah. I That's took when them the door in, opened yeah. up for everyone else, wasn't it? That was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who did they lose to again? Uh, Titans. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, up until that point, I mean, the most egregious thing was is that the Eels game, I'd already successfully taken the Eels back in round four. So mm. I didn't need to take them in round 14 when they got towed by the dogs. I was looking for an It seemed like an obvious tip, though. I think that was right. of all, I think of all year, I think that was the like the single tip that the that, that fucked the most people. Most people up. But so. even so, I didn't really drop another game. And had mm. I had I known that Manly were going to self-implode over some rainbow piping on their jersey, I probably hey. probably would have been the only loss of the year because I hazard a guess that had they not started hating one another, they may have been able probably to would have been one of those one dog shit teams. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but not accounting are... for that, I nearly had a perfect run all the way through. And I feel that. The most annoying part is that I went and found earlier um, kind of like copies of my plan for the year mm. as well. And if I had followed what I had planned before the season even started, I would have had a perfect run all the way through. So what you're saying to potential Coltrane Cup winners is that it's very easy. You just tip a team that wins every week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, like it's hard? It's apparently not. Um, no. And that's some achievement all because year like, and tipped like what, 12 losses? That's an effort. Yeah. <laughs> to tip yeah. all year <laughs> to get that. Yeah. Yeah. The worst um, part is that basically think, yeah. since the buy rounds, I don't think I took a victory that was worth more than like eight points. Well, that was the thing. Home. Like your for it against was so much Don't worse you. than loose. Like <laughs> yeah. you had all these very close escapes, but it doesn't yes. matter how you get them as long as you get them. And you got yeah, it. I mean, so you get I mean at one point I had like the storm 48 point win and all of that, and I was riding high, and then all it's of a true. sudden it's uh, two points, one point, two points, one yeah. point. Yeah. So you get um a bobblehead, you'll get grand final tickets. Uh, if you want to postpone them to a year where the Storm might challenge for the premiership, you're free to do so. Yeah, um, why? Why the drive-by? I don't know. Well, it wasn't well, really Doug a drive-by. And- more just knocked on your front door, more or less. Well, Doug and Juju shot me in the face. That's true. Yeah. The Raiders fan is using his this year, so maybe you should just take him on one-on-one. Yeah, but but you see, the thing is, with the way the grandma ticket prices are going, is that next year they'll probably be worth like a thousand dollars. That's each, true. So. We should just get <laughs> the longer now before the inflation gets us. Yeah. We, yeah. we should. We should just buy them. Everyone who wins a contract up in the future, contract up in the future, you're getting tickets for this year's grand final. We're buying Price 10 tickets value this year. worth about 2022 <laughs> value. You are. That's what you're getting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is an arduous journey and two wins. Like, you know, the it was a bit easier the last couple of years. I know this year there's still some, a lot of teams with two or three wins, but the, the well, Vlando ball years did make it a bit easier. Yeah, I have my did. results but, from last year as well. And last year I got one five wrong. Yeah, I got two or three wrong last year. What I did, what I what I what I got I think, wrong. I think I finished somewhere between tenth and fifteenth last year, if yeah. I remember correctly. Well, I went but, from yeah. Second last year to like thirtieth this year. Yeah, um, well, and I mean last but, year, last year I couldn't pick the Tigers. I got the Broncos wrong. I got the Dogs wrong. I got the Sharks wrong. Like, and then this year it was really uh, only Manly that tripped me. I can, up. I can. Let me uh, real quick. I'll pull up last year's real quick. Uh, you finished twenty and five last year, and that was sixteenth yep. overall. So there you go. What a great guess that yeah. was. Yeah, Mitch, yeah. you were twenty two and three last year. There you go, three losses. Uh, I was again. eighteen and seven. So there you go. And then yeah, uh, but yeah, it's um the Matt Doug and what I think he might have finished with six or seven losses, and he obviously won it last year. So it's not no, as easy no, to no, repeat. No. Once oh, you, you meant this year? I thought you meant this year, six yeah. losses no, last year. I'm no, like, no. Think, <laughs> no, this year. But yeah, oh, I plan on going back to back, baby. Oh my god! Yeah. The, the toughest audacity. part for almost all of us 
except for like M and the people top, almost mm. all of us copped the Tigers loss at some point because they beat, at, you know, at they beat points South, the year, they Brisbane beat, and Parramatta. Yeah. They beat teams that have all been in the top four at some point this year. Mm. So they obviously took every week, they took big, one of the weeks they beat like 40% of the competition. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that was the para field goal game when they were winless. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so that that was that was exciting. Yeah, I yeah. think Para are responsible for the two most fucked results of the year: that Tigers loss and that Bulldogs shellacking. So mm-hmm. good well, on Parra, them. And, and, and here they are too. beating <laughs> all the good teams, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's which is really just classic Parramatta, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Andrew Rookies if you want to be involved, you have to be a patron for the entire season. But you know, for, for uh, no time like the present to sign up. But make sure you are signed up as a patron before next season starts if you want to be a part of the best team in college. You only have like six in months. The world. <laughs> Shut like, the fuck you up! <laughs> you don't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm telling them to be like Ned Flanders when he wakes up and does yeah. his taxes the d- first day you can do your taxes. Yeah. Because you'd rather be that than Homer months. getting severely audited. We're closing entries by week yeah. two of the finals for next year's comps. That's, get yeah, I, yeah, I, it's actually we might do that. As soon as South yeah. are eliminated, the entrance have, could be this week, could be the grand final. I don't know. I have you know, um could I be did this say week. one of I did say to one of the guys uh in the Discord that I would share my spreadsheet that does most of the hard work for me. So perhaps mm. we can dangle that out. You have to join up Ooh. by a certain date. I like that. And you can have my spreadsheet. Yeah, I hope, I hope, I'm hoping to enlist Big Truck next year to make us a proper like website sort of thing because he's good at that sort of thing. So, oh, that would be cool. It would be very cool. Um, so you're going to stay with us for the rest of the show? Yeah, why not? Let's answer Fantastic. some questions. Yep. But first, we've got Rookie Takes. And there's some doozies this week. Um, some absolute doozies. Uh, so first of all, we've got... And this is, this is good. We've got a good mix of like things that are wrong, Things that are offensive, things that are stupid, it's great. And things that are a bit sad. So I'm sure once I read them out, you'll all work out which ones are which. So this one is stupid. This is Tamora Tornado. It says, Sharks and Cowboys have none in regards to their like finals credibility. Both will go out in straight sets. Now, I'm not an expert on how the finals work, but I'm pretty sure that if two teams are playing each other in week one of the finals, it is impossible for them to both go out in straight sets. Uh, you think so. Yeah. We make rules up on the fly now, mate. Don't don't That's rule true. it out. What if the horse? What if Rabbitohs <laughs> and Roosters play so well that in week two, Graham Annesley's is like, you know what? We're mm. taking it away from them, Sharks, yeah. the Sharks, and the Cowboys are playing again, and they can yeah. both go out again. Okay, all right, maybe, <laughs> maybe I like that. Let's not uh, rule next, it out. <laughs> next up, we have. They yeah. could suspend kicking them out of the final series until next year. That's true. Wait till week two of the 2023 season to crown season. this year's premiers. Yeah. Four-team grand final. We there we go. Four- <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for Playing it. like diagonally A across each field. other. Let's yes. do it. Uh, all right. We go from stupid to upsetting. Uh, this is Clint Dog, who is an aspiring rapper, I believe. But he replied to the Newcastle Knights tweet who? about Clint the women's Dog? team. Yes. There is also, once you find any tweets about this guy, you'll never found this newspaper article that got written about him in the Newcastle Herald, which is extremely hilarious. I'm not going to read that. But anyway, <laughs> he he tweeted, can you, all caps, please put some sort of warning or disclaimer that this is the lame WNRL results? A normal person wanting to know the men's game score like me, just checking, thought this was a real game on today. A bit of warning, please, or create your own page for the woman. Thanks. Now, I like how I he put thank you at the end. I do too. He's very polite. I would have thought that the fact that it says that the Newcastle Knights won three games in a row was a giveaway that it was not the men's team. But hey, that's just me. Hey, that was that one time Mitchell Pierce won a few games. That happens. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But yeah, it was, I mean, we was going to win the Dallium after playing like five games. We've, it was great. we've strayed away from like 
outwardly offensive stuff this year because it's a bit upsetting. But I don't think this is that. This is just a guy being a fucking loser and he got absolutely yeah. dunked on by like everybody. So everyone. Clintdog.com if anyone wants to check out his hits. <laughs> mm. uh, I see I knew, could... I didn't I didn't know about this guy. I'd never heard of him before. Well, either no, he's literally not he has like he's uh, literally like it would be like this guy has like 500 followers. He's an aspiring no, no, rapper no. in the same way that like you're an aspiring TikTok star. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I do not make TikToks. I just watch them for hours on end. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Either way, they've got your data, all of it. All right, let's move on. Uh to Audacious. This is some dude the the dude that was responsible for uh, Suwali going to the South or the Roost or something. I don't know. Tedesco is a once in a generation player, but Joseph is a once in a lifetime. He's going to be the Michael Jordan of the NRL. No player, not Greg Inglis, not Izzy Fulau, no one has had the impact of Joe in his first 18 games. And he's a fullback and he wants to be a fullback. Greg Inglis is, I mean, we've talked about how good teenage Greg Inglis was before. Suwali's very good, but to say that he's been better than Greg Inglis through his first 20 games or so is insane. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else you want to say to say about it. Yes, it's insane. Like in his first year, I mean, he didn't play the whole year. Obviously, Inglis didn't, but he, he scored what seven tries in 13 games. His second year, he scored 18 tries in 19 games. Debuted in Origin. Or, origin <laughs> debut. Obviously, he didn't play the deciders that he got injured in game one. Scored two tries Sorry, in debut. Made a grand final, and, didn't win. Sorry. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, uh, dynasty started from there. Hmm. Yeah, but Suwali has tackled some guys pretty hard. Yeah, so. like, Suwali's had a great year. I don't try, I he's a really stuff. good player, but yeah. like, I don't is this the, away this from is, him. But. No, but this is the problem Seventh we fall and, into yeah. all the time. Is this stuff like it? It makes rational rugby league fans like resent Joseph Suwali for no reason, and we shouldn't. We should be celebrating how good he's been. But to say he's well, been better than Falau English is just silly. Well, you see, well, the more Falau, the more egregious sorry. part is the Michael Jordan comparison. Well, yes, like, that why also. why did that have to come into it at all? I, I like, don't know. If he, yeah, and also, what does that mean? Does that mean he's going to be the second best player ever? Weird. Well, you know, so in his first uh, five games in first grade, Israel Flower mm. at 17 years old scored eight tries. That's a lot and of tries. If you remember all those tries, by the way, it wasn't the catch and fall tries. It was putting people on a poster like every week. He was doing that yes. ridiculous aerial shit. And that year, again, it's another team records, but he played in what, 27 games. They won 24 of them, was in the grand final winning team. Scored 21 tries, started kicking goals at the end of the year. Shut the good. fuck up. It's my <laughs> message. No, like, like, uh, shut up. Uh, you don't have to I, be I, stupid. No one's telling yeah. you, telling you have to be an idiot. You don't have to just say he's better than the best rookie ever. You don't. It's no one's true. asking. Like, this is this is <laughs> the problem with half of these takes, right? It's like no one's asking you to say this. Like, yes. you can just say this guy's really promising. He's the best junior since Dada or whatever. But like, no one's making you like say such ridiculous things. And you know what? Teenage Chris Sandow won Rookie of the Year and kicked a field goal from halfway to win a game. I don't yeah. see Joseph Swiley doing that. So I mean, Drake and Esther won Rookie of the Year one year, right? So it True, doesn't yeah. mean that being a good rookie leads to a great career. Hey, what's called? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Braith had a really good career. I know he became a bit of a meme, and I think that's largely because of his broadcast stuff afterwards, but he was a really good player for a long time. Um, was, but, yeah. Can we ever just say a player's like good in their own right? Do we always yes, exactly right. No, they've either got to be underrated, the most underrated player in the league, or or they're the next gonna be someone, the next right? whoever. Yes, yeah. it's infuriating. Yeah, but um, in his first game, by the way, you won't remember like Flower, they played the Tigers and you know the Tigers were the defending premiers at that point and they won. Yes. But they put this bomb up and it wasn't a great take or anything. Like it wasn't like the, if you watch it now, it's not an amazing try or finish, 
they mm. put this bomb up that like lands like five, it's landing like five meters short or whatever. So the Tigers just watch him catch it, but then he catches it and put like runs over like three people and scores. And they're like, oh fuck, <laughs> like oh, yeah, just got owned by this, this premier just got owned by a seventeen year old on mm. debut. Like just shut the fuck up with those comparisons. People just don't, they just don't remember. They don't, go back. It's, it, they those don't. videos exist. They don't remember. And I, I'm fine with saying some people are the best, you know, rookies of the last of you know couple of years or best rookies I've seen, but there's never been an English or Falau before them. And the likelihood of them being again is very, very, very slim. The likelihood of Falau, someone like Falau coming into first grade is like, he was a different specimen. Yeah. Like it's the only, like even if we, you go across sports, it's the only like one that even is close is like when Erling Haaland has just become like the best striker in soccer as a teenager. Yeah. Like but it's they, just so rare. But he came into first grade, and again, he had the, even a really good take against, I remember it was like Manly really early on. Again, it was like a shallow kick, and he went up really high and caught it like five out. And Manly guys start grabbing him. He drags three of them over and scores. And it'd be like the only way you could top what he did as a rookie now is if somehow you had like a winger as big as Shaq. Because you have to, because he was a, like, he was a giant compared to the footy players then, Flowers. was. It's mm. like impossible for someone to come into NRL now at 17 and be like 6'10". You'd have to yeah. be something like that to be the flower to happen again because there's big wingers that are used to that stuff. He was doing stuff we hadn't seen before. Suwali so is doing the same thing Flower was doing to a worse level. Yeah. And probably and- on a better team. <laughs> yeah. And, and if there was an Australian kid who was six foot ten growing up playing sport, he would go yeah. to America and play yes, basketball or, you know, NFL or NFL, anything yeah. instead. Why would you stay around in the NRL and get paid $140,000 yeah. a year? It's true. But yeah, like these tries he was scoring at the time, like they were against good teams too. Some of these solo efforts, they'll put like Kronk was putting these kicks up, and again they, they go watch him. They weren't like a lot of them. He put guys on posters, but some of them are simply bombs. He caught like ten out, and they just drag blokes. That doesn't happen ever anymore. But anyway, anyway, enough about yeah. that take. But it yeah, always fires uh, me up when people compare players to those two. It's just not true. Th- this one's sad. This is uh, from Courtney. She's one that has that. She takes a kid. He's a Mad Tigers fan to all the games, but saying the fans booing the team off. Please go home. It's absolutely disgusting behavior. I mean, they were down like 48 nil at halftime at Leichhardt. Come on. I'm not a booer, but let him boo. I'm a booer. Think, Screw it. Yeah. You're a big, yeah. I hate everything. Yeah. I'm not saying, I don't boo my team very often. I'm more yell, yell swear words, mm. but fans have the right to boo. You paid for that ticket. You support those teams. And I always hated that in sports as well. People think fans should just shut up and enjoy it or support them no matter what. It's like people who support those teams make sweet fuck all money. A lot of them only have a certain amount of money to put around and spend on, you know, their free time. Yeah, They might choose to spend their, you know, they only spare 50 bucks that weekend or 100 bucks take the family to the footy. And the team comes up and turns up like the Tigers this weekend. They deserve every single boo they got. I agree. 100%. And I mean, not to mention that we talk about... um, you know, fans, you know, telling the club what they want with their actions, right? Like, I don't know yeah. how many times I've heard people tell Novocastrians to stop going to Knights games as a way of telling yeah. them that That's they're true. dissatisfied with the coach or with the players or whatever, right? But then the West Tigers fans are not allowed to boo. Like, it's mm, the same it's thing for me. It's like if yeah. I went to a restaurant and I got the equivalent of a 46 to nil meal, <laughs> tray, I'd be furious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not spending money on this shit. And then Willie say, Mason like, would come in and say, how many restaurants have you cooked in champ? And you'd have to shut up and eat it. And that, I'd have to say, Mason's take. That's exactly. a lie. I beat a kitchen hand. I can do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, can I, can I, does that mean because I worked at McDonald's, I can criticize any meal I've had? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. 
Good to know. You can criticize the process of making that meal at least. Yeah. It was very yeah. good process mm. anyway. Mm. That's true. <laughs> Regimental. Um, I will say, by the way, I forgot. To, I don't think I mentioned this yesterday, but um, dude, like five meters away from us, just wearing a Jared Hayne 49ers jersey, being the loudest, biggest gronk in all of Leichhardt's Leichhardt Oval. So good on that mate, guy. We're not. I thought we were giving Campo a break this week, mate. We love <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Yeah, but this dude, just like Sorry, being a wanker and wearing a Jared Hayne jersey. And obviously, like the kind of dude, it's a right? Sign of like, a wanker. Why are you wearing that? Because that would probably have started a fight. So we just were also, like this to be the biggest wanker at Leichhardt is. Um, I know. I and I was there. <laughs> yeah. Self-born. Those are Yeah. Well, I thought it was coming from you. I thought I'd get in front of it. Um, and we go on back to someone who doesn't understand how the finals work with Dylan Brown. They're the one team I want to play at this time of the finals. That's who I want to knock out first. Again, the, Dylan. The Panthers. <laughs> hang on, hang on. The actual Dylan Brown, not just. Yes. Yeah. yeah the the guy that's playing in this game. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah. And well, um, this was followed up today by Brad Arthur, his coach, saying in a presser, there are no second chances. I just don't think Parramatta know how the finals are because they're very much are defined second chances. Famously, the current premiers got a second chance last year and made the most of it. Do you know what it is? It's Parramatta not um, finding themselves in the top four of a final series that frequently. That's true. They they can't, they're not acting like they've been there before. They mm-hmm. should, are, are you saying they should just swap places with you because you're more uh, ordained to be a top four team? Yes, like I said to you weeks ago, you should just give me <laughs> a the divine Coltrane right. Win, right? Yes, I have yeah. a divine right to the Coltrane win. The Storm have a divine right to the top four. Cool. Um, all right, that's a pretty strong list this league. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, but uh, if you want to vote, you've got to be a patron. Patreon.com forward slash Interurban Rookies. And with that, let us get into the questions. Are you serious? <laughs> We're going to have any questions. Okay, question time over on patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. If you want to guarantee your question is answered. Okay, here we go. So we got, two, we got a, I didn't even shout out M was going to be on the show. I didn't realize she was going to be on for questions, which is good for me. So no specific M questions, but she can still obviously answer them. Cam Beswick, our good friend, says, are people sleeping on the cows and the sharks? I've heard possible premier buzz about every team, every other top eight team by them. Okay, I, look, I know we, call them frauds and all that stuff. But like, again, I, I, it's not that we think they're frauds. It's just that I don't think that there's a clearly, but Bar Penrith, of course, this is all said Bar Penrith. I don't think there's a clearly defined sort of hierarchy like there usually is where the top two or three or four teams are much better than the other teams. That's what we're kind of saying. No one's saying that like the Cowboys and the Sharks are terrible. It's just that I don't think that they are better teams than I don't I, I don't think that teams two, three, and four are particularly better than teams five, six, seven, and eight. That's the whole that's the whole point. And so it would not shock me if either of them, whoever wins this week, especially if it's the Cowboys, they welcome someone up to Townsville in two weeks' time and beat them in in the in the Townsville heat and then get into a grand final. Like that not that really wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm. So I don't I, I don't think that anyone's sleeping on them because they're still getting a lot of people defending them, saying, Oh, they still have to win all these games, even if they had a soft draw and all that. But yeah, I just think that it's more that the gap between the top few this year is smaller than it usually is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I think Obviously, the people are rattling them off a little bit, but as you said, mate, they're oh, they're both two wins from the grand final, mm. and and one of them will be one win from the grand final. Yes, so one of them is one win from the grand final with a week off. Mm. It's very likely one of them is in the grand final just because of where they're sitting. That's how he, this works. Well, that's the advantage, right? That's the whole point of yeah. finishing top four. Yeah, it's true. Um, it my my only thing about that is is that uh, people have been talking up like East and and 
some other teams a lot in the last couple of weeks. And I think the only reason they're kind of quiet on these two is because maybe the consistency of their performances hasn't been there over the year. But in saying that, I don't actually think a lot of the teams in the top eight this year have been consistently good all year, bar Penrith. Like Melbourne had four really good weeks and then fell apart for six and then put another two weeks together good, you know, and East were awful for most of the year and then all of a sudden figured it out. And the Rabbitohs play good when Latrell plays good, you know, like it's all very cyclical this year and maybe that's why. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see one of them there at all. Yeah, I do think like it's the, the easier part though why people back those other teams because they've seen them do it before. And also yeah. they've, we've seen enough this year. We've seen that the Eels, the Chooks, Met Storm and maybe even the Bunny's best is better than those two other two teams' best. Yeah. You know, so, but they have the advantage, mate. The other team's still got to turn up and play their best to beat them. So we'll, we'll see. Like, I think you'd, you'd be, you have the rights to be, have the shits if you're a Sharks or a Cowboys fan with how little people are respecting where you finish on a ladder. But honestly, you should you should embrace the underdog status as much yeah. as you possibly can. Yeah, do you know how yeah. much like yeah, how much the Storm or Penrith would kill to have some sort of underdog storyline to feed 100%. off? One hundred percent. I've I've constantly I've come on this show before and tried oh, no to make yeah. the Storm you, the underdog. Like you, this is like when this is like like you know you remember like the Patriots have won like a thousand Super Bowls and still their fans and Tom Brady'd be out there being like, oh no one thinks we can do it. It's like yes they fucking do. Everyone thinks you can do it. Penrith would be Penrith are desperate for someone to write them off, but no one is. So you should thank your lucky stars. You got this narrative. Hundred percent. Just fly under the radar. Come out swinging. Crush some souls. Right and enjoy it. The best thing about the Patriots one is actually is real quotes of the players saying nobody said we could win six. It was like <laughs> no, like no one said that. <laughs> Like, they said you could do five, but nobody said you could yeah. win six. It's like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? I think that, sorry to digress, but that's like my yeah. favorite thing about Queensland that I've seen so yeah. far is the wall of the Caxton Hotel has got the jerseys from the dynasty, right? And the wall is only so long. So there's the, oh, yeah, yeah, you this photo. What year, what year does it start? 05, I think. And it's like six. the 05 or yeah. six, seven, eight, nine. And then they wrote five in a row. and they thought that they were done and then they won another one. So they had to cross out the word five and write six. And I love the logic one. of that, by the way. Hang on, it gets even better. So they cross out seven and then they cross out eight. But they ran out of wall. So they said, <laughs> fuck it. And they molded the jersey around the corner. It's so good. So it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It's, it's also the, like, it's the thought process like around the corner is amazing. And everything. Yeah, yeah it's like, the glass and everything wraps around Like, the you've just shit-pumped them five years in a row. Why do you suddenly think that's going to stop? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not like, it's not like the lineup changed at and then all. The, and then the one stronger. that did stop the run was, like, completely out of the blue and unexpected anyway. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, but that, that <laughs> thing better in the wall is so good, too, because, like, framing jerseys costs a lot more money than people realise. Yeah. Getting a squared frame on probably costs, like, 10 grand. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like, just to do that around the, on that wall. It's great. And it's so ugly, too, and it's in possibly it a worse location as well, but there's just something so incredibly, like, fuck it about it that i really really rate yeah it's a, it's a great joke you got to respect it really it's sensational okay next question thor laycock will there be any sort of backlash against peter Vlandis ever following the sweetheart deal to channel nine for the nrl broadcasting rights channel One also secured rugby rights and were able to still offer 500 mil a season to the afl No, we're all, we're all, we're all, we're all, some people have played in the FIFA for professional reasons. Um, 
M, you've got no masters here. There's been some backlash in SMH from uh, Roy Masters today, but mate, like you've, you know, take away all your thoughts on this. Why would Channel Nine or Fox Sports say a goddamn thing? Who's gonna say who? Who you are? Who's gonna say something? Channel Seven, who don't care? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And like, why wouldn't you be laughing internally you know, about getting <laughs> getting it for an absolute steal? Like, why yeah, would you not be... like? Yeah, yeah Kenny's yeah. gonna go on 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 three sixty and get angry at him for giving them a great deal. <laughs> He's gonna flip. <laughs> Jose Mourinho once said, if I speak, I am in big trouble. And I do not want to be in big trouble. So I prefer not to speak. Not to speak. Uh, Ken Beswick, NRL fans are obsessed with refs and player salaries. It's true. Are they obsessed with ref salaries? Ref NBA salaries. fans obsessed with the GOAT debate. What annoys you I think it, about I think it's these refs. sports? I think it's refs. And oh, refs, comma, and player salaries. Yeah, okay. Salaries. And he said, yeah. Yeah. okay, you're right. NBA fans are obsessed with the GOAT debate, what annoys yeah. you about these or other sports? Okay, so what's um, some common debates that give you yeah. the shits? The okay. GOAT one is a great one. It's the one. best one. The best Because it's like, uh, Messi Ronaldo is my other one that just pisses me off. It's like, you, this what do you mean? You, Penaldo? <laughs> Pes, Pessi and Penaldo. Yeah. Pes- yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then Parry Payne entered the picture as the best goal scorer in the world. Anyway, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, you, it's like okay, so first of all, the majority of people involved in this don't, aren't from Barcelona or Madrid. So they don't really support one of those teams or like if they do, they're like most of them just fanboy one of the players. Right. Mm. And it's just a weird, it's just a weird, it's like when music, it's like with music, right. It's like when someone's like, Oh, I listen to Beyonce. So I can't listen to Taylor Swift. It's like, none of this makes any sense. Like you can just enjoy multiple athletes. And the LeBron one is even more insane because That's Michael so Jordan is long retired. And this dude has just been playing incredible basketball for 20 years. And there's still weirdos on the internet that call him LeChoke and all these other stupid things and say that he's never been the best player on his team. There's all this deranged behavior from like grown men who who have just allowed the hatred of a basketballer who's never had an off-field scandal in 20 years to just be the bane of their existence. It makes no sense to me. I hate it. Um, that so yeah, Messi Ronaldo and the goat debate are the two. That the Braun one most. sucks, mate, because like it's in the replies of every basketball tweet ever. Yep, yep. Le choke, le Disney, le fucking shut up. I don't care. Yeah. Like it's well, how much energy wasted on that. And like oh, you know, and, not- and it's one of those things, mate. Like he has like we, there's proven numbers. He has like the one of the best clutch games ever. Whatever. Anytime he misses a basketball shot, everyone's like, oh, the fraud. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jordan made every shot he ever took. Ever, yeah. It's not like he has a really famous quote about missing shots. Anyway, yeah. um, oh, the other one that annoys me, and this is kind of just more like, dude, you're a loser. Don't say that it's not helping anyone. Is like when like a female athlete does something really yes. good, and there's there's dudes, and the, it's usually dudes as well who are like, oh, I bet she, I bet Serena could beat all the male players. It's like saying this doesn't help anyone, dude. Oh, yeah, That's- Millie Boyle could could yeah. run for. Right, yeah, she could play in the front row in the men's league. It's like, please stop. That, that's the perfect lead into my favorite one, which is um, American sportscasters ranking athletes across all sports. Oh, but yes. Funda- the, but fundamentally, the best athletes alive. <laughs> like, but yeah. fundamentally forgetting that there are sports played outside of America. A, so the they, best athlete in the world is a 43-year-old man who plays yeah. one position in American football yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and doesn't yeah. move and, at all. Yeah. Or my favorite is when they are so obsessed with baseball, they put Babe Ruth in there. Like they're yeah. like, oh yeah. A fat guy that chain smoked. 
And hit dingers a hundred years ago. Hit dingers in like a two hundred foot field that made you can stop dingers at. Or even even the Grand Slam, like greatest athletes of all time, one. And it seems to rear its head with the women's tour more than the men's. But like Margaret Court, for example, is like a prime example. Okay. Have you seen who she played? Yes, I didn't know this until like yesterday when that thread did the rounds. I had no idea she won like Australian Opens against literally fields of fifteen people. But also, they weren't even opens back then. They no, were just, it was just all Australians. Yeah, it was just a national level competition. No international people flew in for it, and she played against fifteen other women whose names are all read in Wikipedia because they don't have articles <laughs> yeah. about them because they're nobodies, right? It's, it's like saying Margaret yeah. Corp well, Mar- Margaret Corp beat Gladys McGillicuddy in seven consecutive Australian Open finals. She's the best yeah. player of all time. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I fucking think Serena would tell you, mate. Gladys had to go played- back to her job in the munitions factory afterwards so she forfeited mm. early on in the second set yeah great mm. job but yeah I, I, that blew my mind because i obviously knew that all of that old old bullshit was slightly fraudulent but i had no idea yeah. it was as fraudulent as i encourage people to go and look this up like there's hers, one of hers these. in particular yeah yeah it's like 1964 she honestly wins like three matches and is the yeah, yeah, because champion. well because they were like there were 15 of you them gotta right? buy she, into the second yeah, yeah, round she was first yeah she was first ranked which means that she didn't play the first round right so she played even less matches to get these titles right i um, mean i don't know the other one that I'm i find proud really... of her <laughs> yeah again he beat what we're up against you, you, know? you yeah. would be you would be no, I, like, I just think of the idea now i would love if i invented a sport i just spent like the first 20 years just padding stats on people yeah. who don't, and then one day go fuck well no one could be greater than me i won 40 well, trophies that's true <laughs> my 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 rugby league team didn't do that so i can sleep clearly exactly tonight. um no but i oh, actually so you, what you just mentioned also paves the way into another thing that pisses me off a lot. And that's when old people say that like no players today could hang in our era. It's like, oh, bro, not Jason Tamalolo would kill every single person in the 1970s. The rugby league would 100%. not exist because they'd all be dead. Like stop this. Like it's because it, it, it's weird. Cause they can say this stuff with such blind confidence in like team sports where there's nowhere to prove them wrong. Cause it's not all about like raw athletes, but it is fundamentally just as stupid as some guy saying Usain Bolt couldn't hack it in the thirties when they ran harder. Like, they, didn't, the they didn't have fuck? designer shoes in the thirties, mate. They ran, yeah. <laughs> they ran on glass in the hundred meter yeah. back then. Barefoot. Barefoot. Oh, man. And Bolt couldn't Ridiculous. hack it. Even though everyone else could. The no. time. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, um, are we hang on? Are we the only ones obsessed with player salaries? Because I feel like that's kind of no. universal, right? It's, no, it's, universal. it's usually it's it, the difference is though, like in most places, it's like you know them, you know, publicized, them. yeah, yeah. Like in, Whereas, in tennis, they actually get their winnings, yeah. Like tennis, and... you know how much money they the prize money is very public, and in American sports, yeah. all the contracts are, are publicly like you go on ESPN and look at every NBA player's salary. It's just a but speculation he, in the NRL, right? Yeah, it's like, yes, it's a, yes. he could be on a million dollars a year, and he but I don't understand it. It's like also that's why it's so funny to me when people go, Oh, well, you wouldn't want your salary public. It's like, oh, Well, first of all, I don't really care, and second of all. I, it's like, it's not my, like, it's obviously completely different because I'm not working under a salary cap in a job, in inverted commas, where people pay their money to come and watch me do my job every week. But also, also I don't hate my salary. Public salary. Yeah, I don't yeah exactly. As, as someone, as someone who feels like they're constantly underpaid, I would love yeah. public salary. I mean, I'm still, everyone. I'm still getting paid an exposure. So like, yeah. loving, yeah. hoping say, like, I can make a salary one day. Do you know people, people say that, you know, you're not sharing the salary thing, something drummed in your head that doesn't work for you. It works against you. 
Yeah, 100%. You're only supporting the business that doesn't pay you properly. Yes, think about exactly. it. It's, yeah. yeah. For, for anyone who can't wrap their head around what Mitch just said, it's the three of us work together and we all were like protective of our salaries. Oh, let's say we all had basically the same job with the same responsibilities. And then Mitch was suddenly like, oh, I make 100 grand. I mean, Emma making 70. And we would suddenly be like, oh, shit, we better ask for a pay rise. But if well, we one all of, it, one of you is a woman. So obviously. That's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. So the other one of you I should be getting paid 100,000 and yeah. you should be getting paid 73,000. So yeah. that's fine. Okay, good. But yeah, it's, it's never helped anyone and i don't really understand it's just like a classic move that like losers like jump to like defend these players that don't care about them i don't really yeah but yeah it's like i would i tell lots of people my salary people ask me because it's more the thing it's like you know i'm not rich or poor but it's like well it's more say someone's looking for new work and go hey i make this yeah that's this is what i make Either you know, come here, or if this is what you look want, you want to work in this industry. This is how shit you're gonna get paid. <laughs> you know, this is what you're getting. Yeah, that's kind of stuff. Like share it. Yeah. Um. And like again, the thing with the footy player one is like we know the salary cap. We know a pretty close, good guess of their salaries. So why does it matter if we knew, actually knew the? That's salary? true. You said, that's I also one. and and back to the original question. There is one more. He mentioned the referee stuff. I do fundamentally think that we have a major problem with. I think it is. It might genuinely be a little bit worse with like you and I, Mitch. Both watch a lot of sports. It's it's happens in every sport, but I honestly do think the refs blaming culture is a little bit worse here than in other sports. Like at least in the NFL, you don't have the actual commentators sitting there the entire game bagging the refs. But like laugh obviously at them this... in that sport too, though. Like yeah, the refs are wrong. They'll laugh and move on. Like because what can you do? Yeah, here. It's yeah, like, I mean, Zach, I'm for, yeah, for all of the sports that I watch that are not games and are more like events right like a timed yeah. event mm. those kind of things if the if the umpire referee commissaire whatever you want to call them fucks up it you, you can't do anything about it because it's in the past like it's time's yeah. already gone and you'll never get that back so there's no point really dwelling on it to that extent yeah but the big difference with rugby league a lot of our sports though is there's not many sports in the world that the, sp- the speed of the game was controlled by the referee and yeah. rugby league the 10 meters is controlled by the referee. That's not really 10 meters and how fast a particular team can play the ball that day is decided by that referee, mm. which just isn't the same with other sports. And even no. in like basketball and stuff, right? The referee mm. has to make calls on fouls. But a lot of the sport, like a lot of basketball, it's self-regulated until you get to the paint, essentially, you know, the team will get the ball, they'll dribble whatever. And then if there's not a collision, nothing will happen, you know, whereas mm. in, the NRL, the referee is officiating every single play, every single touch of the ball. They're making a decision. Yeah, and, and not to mention, and not to mention, like other sports as well, have like line ball tech, you know, yeah, exactly. cameras, VAR, etc., to help you yeah. know make those kind of calls. I think soccer refs might cop it a little bit as well in terms of like from the players themselves. Yeah, they yeah. They, they they tend to they do. you know. But the so- soccer on. arguments have mainly they've more moved on from on field referees to the VAR. Yeah, yeah. the main yeah. the main source of consternation. Um, but like, even, like even in the NFL, right? There'll be heaps of plays that really the referee all they're doing is putting the ball down. You know, the team will throw an eight yard pass, they'll go out, and then they'll just set again, put the ball down. The next play will go. It's so the referee's not as involved as in, in rugby league. It is every single collision the referee has to make a decision on, and it's just mm. not like that in every sport. It's true. But um, I do think we should just bag them a little bit less. Well, maybe more. Maybe we'll more? Just bag okay. them. Like, like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, all I know is we've got the wrong amount right now. So it's yeah. probably a lot more That's or a lot true. less. That's uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> true. Um, uh, okay. That, that's a lot of things. Uh, that is. Next question. Matt Duggan. He said, who are the biggest self-inflicted implosion? Uh, this is probably just for Bungard. 
Mm. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos or CM Punk? Yes, uh, this is crazy. What happened to CM Punk? I thought we were uh, talking last week that he was exploding. It's like to the there's like so much, like the, he got into a fight apparently with like the young bucks who are like, and and Kenny Omega who are like the the biggest stars in AEW besides him. Someone bit someone. It was a whole thing. Um, yeah, it's crazy. This has gone from people going, "Oh, definitely a work. It's all fake." To like, yeah, this guy might be done wrestling because he's apparently just such a colossal prick and no one wants to deal with him, which is quite a far way away from when he came back and wrestled for the first time since his WWE days, like less than a year ago, a year ago, roughly. Um, what I'm hearing is Vince and Triple H were right. Possibly. P- potentially. Yeah. <laughs> potentially, yeah. That far I know back that he was a douchebag yeah. in the WWE. But, so there you go. He bit, he bit someone. I don't know if he bit someone or his friend bit. Someone bit someone. So. He's had a friend yeah. in the fight. Yeah, his friend uh, Ace Still. Um, this is not a great look for wrestling that the real fight is when the moment a real fight breaks out that the biting begins. Well, that's a <laughs> The guy really was in the point. UFC, for Christ's sake, and he's biting well, someone. Okay. What are we doing? He's here? in the UFC in the same way that <laughs> Andrew Jones is in the Big Bash. Yeah. It's a good point. It's true. Well, Just Andrew Jones did someone bite one when instead he played of, cricket, Instead of like pulling your foot a centimeter short and slapping your leg, just actually kick them. Yeah, like it's, you're right. They know they've done all the motion bar the contact. They know how the rest of it works. It's true. I would love to see someone super kick someone for real. That'd be hilarious. I, uh, I can't believe it's obviously because it obviously someone. never happens in like UFC or anything because no one is slow enough to fall for that. But like if you fought like a dude who didn't really know what was going on, like I'd love to see someone get super kicked for real. It'd be very funny. So it turns out like the Sam Punk might get cancelled, you're saying like the, the pipe bombs and stuff went too far. He's too Maybe, real. Yes, too real for TV. <laughs> Maybe he should he should try a, a combat sport like the UFC again. It's true. It worked so well last time. Isn't he like 45 or something as well? He's older than you'd think. Yeah, he's in his mid-40s. It's a weird one. It just seems like yeah. a bit of a grumpy dude to be around. I, I saw some tweet with him the other day because Duggan liked it. And I was like, he's like gray. I was like, oh, there we yeah, go. He's he, old he, and he's, gray. Yeah. I don't know if you can be so, called CM Punk in your 40s anymore. Hmm. You know, can you can you be a punk in your 40s? Yeah, I think so. CM Pa. No, 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 come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. no effects. Anyway. <laughs> Question. I have no idea who you're talking about, and I don't really. Yeah, it's, it's fine. But, okay. But the, is the CM like his initials, like JK? No, Rowling? it's a dead. It's like a dead actor. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's like it's like some people think it stands for chick magnet, which is from his indie days. Um, some people chick, think it stands on, for chick magnet, magnet punk. punk. Yes, I mean you got to okay. remember. Um, you got to remember like Bo- how, something. The cl- Bozo the clown was a wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it is chick magnet. <laughs> But I, I, I think there are other people that. Are we sure it, like, it's not like Charles Michael? Punk I am like almost that. certain that it is Chick Magnet, but it might be. Yeah. There's other joke ones like Cookie Monster or Charles Montgomery or. No, there you go. Um, uh, but I, Sam I, Punk testifies certain. under oath that his name, yeah. sta- name stands for Chick Magnet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I thought I thought so. There you go. Yeah. And in in 2006, he said he tells people what stands for C Montgomery Burns. Um, yeah, okay, that's cool. a better one. Uh, the, and that one and Cookie Monster was the only ones I've ever heard him like jokingly referred to it as. I don't know, M. You've got to understand, like, as well, like, because you don't watch it like 15 years ago in wrestling, every dude's name had like unnecessary Y's or X's or Z's in it. Like, it was cool to have a name like Chick Magnet Punk, CM Punk, right? So, this Esquire. is the, the this is the equivalent <laughs> of in 2022 naming your kid like Jackson with three, X's. yes, it is exactly like yes. that. Okay, got it. 
Yeah, they, they, they had some good names back then, mate. Like, you know, like, they invented names like Mr. Perfect and Mr. Ass. Edge's, <laughs> Ed, Edge, Edge's character's original name was Damon Stryker, spelled S-T-R-Y-K-E-R. It's like, yeah, that's terrible. But in the mid-90s, people were like, that's cool. And this is Man. the fake wrestling, right? Yes. Well, okay. yeah. The real wrestling, yeah, they, they don't. I don't think when you go into the Olympics, to me, got CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> what if they did though? Well, hey, hang on, Kurt Angle. I know he's got a real name though. It's like if you've got to leave. Like, oh, that is true. Yeah, there's and there is a dude who actually won a gold medal in the real Olympics and then became a WWE wrestler afterwards. This is all and madness to me. I don't. It's know. pretty great. Wrestling's the if, best. If we get, if we can get a someone Olympics called Sexual Chocolate, that might bring the fans it's back true. to wrestling. Ah. Well, I mean, <laughs> did you ever look at that judo guy Teddy Rhino? He's like this. He's a French dude. He, he was he was the man. He was cool as shit. Olympics, yeah. good chat. Oh yeah, no, like there's lots of names. Also names having like you know Rob Van Dam, you know Triple H, like Singleton's threes and CM Punk's in threes as well. That that also works. Yeah, like Sean Michaels. Do you know what his real name is, Mitchell? Um, Michael Sean's. His real first name <laughs> is Michael. <laughs> yeah. His last name is Hickenbotham. That's why would you keep that? That's sick. Yeah, but again, I don't know if that it rolls- doesn't. It's it's like, you think it's cool because you've you've grown up in a world that Benedict Cumberbatch lives in. But, <laughs> oh my god, his middle is, name is his middle name is Sean. It's this Michael, is Michael Sean, Sean Higginbottom. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we could have called him MS Hick if he came out now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd that's work. Great. That's, oh. yeah. that's for his son when he, when he comes through. MJ yeah, Bong. I don't think I like he could it. be called the Heartbreak MJ Kid Bung. and have. Yeah. I don't think he could be called the Heartbreak Kid Higginbottom. I don't think no, right. you, can't, you definitely can't. You absolutely can't. <laughs> okay, um, next question. Uh, Sam Stevens, which sports commentator would you like to narrate your life? That's an easy one. Also, which celebrity would you like to narrate, narrate your life? Rabs. Okay, sp- sports commentator, yeah, Bungard, Rabs, M. Uh, mine would be Phil Liggett and Paul Sherwin, who are the two oh, the guys. Two to France who, nerds. Yeah, the two guys who used to commentate the two to France. Um, yeah, show. because um, Phil has this like very you know, old English accent and um, Paul Sherwin has passed away now, but he was South African or Zimbabwean, I think, sorry. And he had this great accent as well. And the two of them were just old mates who would just chat away. And that's nice. I like that. If, if my life was a 200 kilometer road race stage, they would just sprinkle it with like cool shit over that's the good. top while we're watching Honor- the montage Honor- of my life. Honorable mentions to uh, Hugh Bladen, that South African rugby commentator. Yes. And Richie Benno. Um, okay. So I'm on with Ravsville. Celebrity. I have a few here, but celebrity okay. you like to marry at your life. Because it's too easy to say Morgan Freeman. You can't well, do yeah, it. He's one of my too top, top three. He's, okay. Top three. If I, yeah. Okay. If I'm doing something intriguing, maybe someone's seen my morning routine. David Attenborough. I like that. <laughs> yeah. you know, if I'm having breakfast and feeding the dog and then cooking, you know, and having a shower. And it makes me sound more intriguing if he calls it or does it. Yeah. But James L. Jones just gives a bit of a. I was just about to say, yeah, that would be great. I got a couple other ones. Jonathan Banks, I think, would be great. Jonathan Banks, what is he? Okay, how do I remember his? Where's he from? Mike Oman. What if he went totally the other way? Oh, yes, yes, yes. He got a great voice. Seth MacFarlane or something like that. Seth MacFarlane. Well, my other. Well, no. Seth Rogen. Uh, that was going to be my other one was going to be probably the man who's responsible for more funny voices in my life than anyone else hank azaria that's a good one yeah or um um who's the guy who does archer's voice oh oh h john benjamin we're back yes Yes. that's a fantastic shout 
I yeah, think I yeah. want Seth Rogen because it just brings a bit of joy to my life. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of stupid laughs, wouldn't it be funny to yeah. get karaoke? Yes, it would. It would be. It just he makes shit tell good, out. He tell, tell a good narration of your life. He would. Oh man, and he'd make a great joke about it, and then laugh about his own jokes. Stephen too, Fry is another one. Stephen Fry's okay. great. Yeah. Uh, what about woman? Next... I must be able to. I must be able to think of one. Famous woman. female voice that I would want to commentate my life. Taylor Swift. There you go. Yes. Yes. But I would know. Actually, dram- I want to dramatic, want painful her- life you live. No, no, no. I want her to sing it. Like I want. Yeah. I want the whole thing the whole to be thing? like a. Thing. Yeah, the whole thing mm. to be like a live tour the whole way from like my first breakup with my first boyfriend. I want a song about it. You know. My boy Gary's in trouble on a daily basis <laughs> in a Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Swift narration. Yeah, he's just, just going to try and drive a wedge between the two of you. <laughs> Em, you can write a song about him if it doesn't work out. <laughs> we'll, we'll make fucking squillions. Just break up already. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next question. Uh, let's go. Okay. Luke has some NFL questions. So, my, well, Great. Em, you have some NFL takes maybe because of Gary. But he wants to pick the round of uh, the division winners from us. NFL features. Division winners, awards, conference championship, and Super Bowl result. All right. Let's go. AFC North. I got the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens as well. Bengals, the only challenger for that. Agreed. And one. Hang on. I don't Ravens. know. I don't know. I don't know who's in which conference. I know the teams. I don't know where they sit in which conference. So you're gonna have to tell me you the four teams that up. are in the you conference. Go. We're not. You can just pull it up. Okay. Um, fine. Hang on. AFC. I'm gonna just go AFC East. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Yep. Easy. Um. M. Okay. So which one did you do first? Sorry. North and North. AFC North and AFC East. Okay, so AFC North. Yeah, sure. Let's go the Ravens. Up the boys. And, and then AFC East. Uh, the, the, the Patriots. Yep, fair enough. That's still, that's still an outside chance. Uh, the South, I'm going to go with I'm gonna, the Colts still for me. Yeah, I think uh, I hate Matt Ryan so much, I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans. That's Jeremy's team. It is. You have to choose between Jeremy's team and Gary's team now. Oh, well, yeah, well, I'd pick the Jags then. Yeah, good. There we go. Oh, We've God. Bases covered. Well, there's value in that with the bookies. <laughs> That's if you want true. To- <laughs> um, <laughs> and the West is absolutely stacked. The West is the best division of football this year, but I will give it to the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to the Chiefs as well. The Chargers always disappoint everybody, always. Broncos will have rough. Didn't they win last year? Who? No. The Rams. But the one. other LA team. The LA team, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. The, the Chargers are like the West Tigers or the Eels without ever winning a premiership in their past. Yeah. Oh, okay. I hate uh, that. Yeah. The, the Raiders, yeah, the Chargers are very much early 2000s Eels. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. And the Raiders are going to be a team that wins nine games and comes last in their division. Like, poor bastards. We did that last year. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick the Chiefs as well because okay. I only know Kermit. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. NFC East, I'm going to go with America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going Philadelphia. I think it's yeah, those two. Yeah, I think it's a bit two horse race. I'm I mean, knowing going... with the East, mate, it's going to be the Giants with seven wins. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> I'm going to pick the football team. Nice. The command. They got a name. They got a, oh, they got a name. No, I, no, 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 no. Still on. call them it. Still call them it. If they've got a name, I don't want to pick them. Like the <laughs> yeah, only. The no, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. They call the Commanders. Um, it sucks. Blur. Why? Yeah. They could have been anything. Lame Yeah, they could have been the fucking. They were the the war the hot the. Wild Hogs was one of the finalists. Go with the Hogs. That would have been sick. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, any other team? Good. Any other team is a good, is astute. Uh, yeah. The South, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going the Saints. 
Ooh. There you go. There's, there's a hot take. Actually, I, I think, uh, I I think Tampa Bay is simmering for explosion. I think it's mm. very like Giselle's leaving him, mate. You know, <laughs> what? what haven't you seen that shit? No, what? this is not my yes. world. Did oh. Giselle oh, not be leaving he... him because he went back to playing, mate? So really, that's a football guy move. That is a football guy move. But he's sorry, not... supermodel wife. No, but you I see... choose the fellas. But you see, he has twenty years <laughs> of success on the work-life balance. It's that's too much true. for an old man. That's too much. He looks very gaunt as well. He's had too much plastic surgery, and too they much. got the head coach sacked. And I just think it's fraught with danger. They're already missing two linemen. So I'm picking the Saints. Fair enough. There you go. If I had a supermodel wife. I would do whatever my supermodel wife wanted me to do. He got to play till he was like 43, Emma, but he still true. couldn't she fuck off. He still came back one more year. <laughs> Just true. walk away from it, mate. It's okay. You don't want a um, Jonathan Thurston your legacy. Come on, man. Yeah, Cooper Cronk would still be playing. Mm. What yeah. did he do? He left Melbourne as well. I know. Yeah. I know. The one, great. The one That's actually a really good actually comparison. actually want them to ignore their wife. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and then the Tennessee <laughs> North, obviously, is the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers. Hang on. I didn't, I didn't pick Oh, you didn't pick the South. Oh, sorry. No. Um, and But I have had to listen because Gary's doing his draft at the moment. Um, I have had to listen to that same theory that Tampa is not going to be as good this year. Mm. Um, I will pick the Atlanta Falcons because I know how bad they are. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Evans could have a Green value multi. If you go into she like very much is. Bet, if, you, if you put them up, they might be a thousand and one. That's, you know, this, better this than betting a, on our ones, Bungard. This is a Jez multi. This is a Jez multi. Oh, this has got Jez written all over it. Um, yeah. All right. I got the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Okay. Then he wants us to do award winners. Did, I haven't you really thought you about this the, You on. forgot, sir. All right. First of all, Em didn't do her North pick and you forgot a division. I said Packers. the NFC West. Oh, I've moved past it. I'll take the Detroit Lions because I've watched two episodes. Shout out. Oh, Benny Quaggs um, is going to mess knock. himself when he hears that. Yeah. A woman um, kicked his team. That's true. <laughs> it's essentially you just went on a date with him, man. That's true. <laughs> oh, no, that's, no, come on. Um, and the West, I'm going to go the fucking hell. Uh, I'll the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. This is what happens, Gary, when you have your little fantasy drafts at night, mate. Mm. Like, <laughs> you stop paying attention to your girlfriend this for five minutes. Back, right. She this... does start watching Hard Knocks. Uh, who knows what happens from then? Bit true. of Man Campbell. And then, you know, who knows? Mate, that get, that'll get anyone's blood running. Man Campbell. But yeah, uh, the, the, I'm going the Rams. Easy. Um, I'll go Seattle. Because nice. they've got a cool color scheme. That's true. They do. They're also going to suck. Um, yeah. All right, MVP. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson. Easy. Now, see that was a good value bet. Me and Bunga are on, and you can still get that at our friends Ladbrokes. You can stack Lamar Jackson with Jim. Uh, sorry, John Harbaugh for Coach of the Year, and you get like a bazillion to one. We're both on that one. The We're more like you one put one. on, the more you get that. Yeah, the MVP picks hard. Um. Because generally the team has to go really well. So I like mm. Justin Herbert, but I can't back the charges to be that you good. Can't do it. I'm actually going to say Pat Mahomes that gets his second. But yeah. I there's no, I would never bet on that though. Like the like, the only the only roughy I like besides Lamar is Jalen Hurts. For that I liked him too, but I have him at 51 bucks for a couple of times earlier in the season. Now he's like 21. Not oh, worth that's it. too short. Yeah. M. It has to be a quarterback, right? Essentially. Mm, unless a running back has like a historical season. Well, I mean, Cooper Cup had like the second best season of all time last year and still didn't get and it. And didn't get That's it, true. right? It was yeah. Aaron Rodgers, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. 
ridiculous. Um, okay, so if it, you said Kermit and it's not Aaron Rodgers and it's not Tom Brady, who's the only other quarterback I know? Um, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> is Josh Allen a quarterback? Yes, and he's the he's favorite. The, also the favorite. You picked a favorite. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> it. Um, and I'll take the Ravens over the Bills in the AFC and the Packers over the rams in the nfc and then the ravens beating the packers in the i'm going to take well the thing the hard thing about that i like that ravens bills mm. uh conference thing but it's like there has to be a more painful way for the bills to fuck it up like they have to the the ravens are going to play a team that had like nine wins in the, in the final uh, conference championship because the bills fucked it up earlier yeah that's okay i'm fine with that that's fine because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's what the bills sign up for for pain um the Packers can't win the East. Sorry, the NFC, they never do. They're going to lose the the, cha- the conference championship. Uh, let's go. Screw it. I'm going Chiefs back to the Super Bowl again. How boring. Uh, and who are they going to take on? Not the Rams. Uh, who, who are the Packers going to choke against, Bungard? I don't know. Uh, the America's team. Actually, no, they can choke against... They can just lose the Super Bowl to the pack to Chiefs really hurt me. Oh. You got a, okay. got a Super Bowl, M? Uh, yeah, well, if I picked... <laughs> based on who I picked before, um, yeah. uh, let's say the Atlanta Falcons versus Perfect. the Jacksonville Jaguars. I really wanted you to say two yes. NFC teams. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, am, I am smart enough to know that they come from the other side. I, Do you I, have any I, other uh, award takes, Bungard? You got the rookie of the year or something? We're not going to go through all of them, hey, but... Uh, I think that that receiver in the Falcons will get a lot of empty calorie numbers because they'll Drake suck. London, yeah. yeah, they're going to chuck him up the ball a lot. And yeah, they love okay. stat padding down in Atlanta, so... Most of that value is gone, but I've got a couple. I've got Damian Pierce at 51 for rookie of the year. That's into... Yeah, 16. He won, he's yeah. won that job. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and I had oh, I had a Brian Robertson ticket that he got shot. 50, 151 to one. I had Brian Robertson. He got shot. So <laughs> that's not fun. Uh, but yeah, that I think Drake London's the most likely for mine. Unless Kenny Pickett gets his the job in like two weeks. Hands are too small. They are. But mm. uh, and then you know maybe I don't know defensive player of the year. Micah Parsons is my pick. Um. Yeah. I'm going to go with Marcus Peters. going to get 12 interceptions. There you go. Uh, do you know any defensive players? Is, is uh, Gaz in an IDP You can league? do it. You can do it. <laughs> you only need uh, one. I know, I know there's a rookie whose name is Sauce. Sauce Gardner. He's in. He's getting yeah, awards. That's my pick. That's my pick. There you go. Perfect. Is he, is he oh. defensive? I don't know. He's defensive. It's good. There you go. Right. He's you gonna, did it. He's going to be the defensive player of the year and the rookie of the year. There you go. You've done well. Nice. Okay. Uh, two more years for the Patreon. Uh, Adric says, other than media beat-ups, anyone care if the team rest players before the finals? No. If their team- no. Nah. I also, by the way, like, I, I actually ran into Brooksy at the new stadium last Friday and I wrote him a little bit about that take and we just, we kind of just laughed about it. Like, mm. that wasn't like a big issue. That was just like a couple of tweets. Like, I don't think anyone really cared all that much, right? Uh, no. no. Yeah. Well, it's a funny thing, like, and you actually like I've never really had that experience. You're actually a fan of a team that went through a period of being so dominant they had to go through the battle of doing that. Like, what year was it? Um, you rested them all one year, then lost in the finals and back-to-back games. Uh, twenty nine nineteen. I think earlier than that, you guys. But like most of the time, the storm stopped resting yeah. players for a few years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I don't love it for my team, but fuck the Panthers. Let's. 
<laughs> I hope it goes terribly for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember um, what year I don't, was. I don't I think it's happening to the yeah. storm and they're getting knocked out early because <laughs> of it. Yeah, because I think I, I genuinely do think that when you run that tight all year and you're wound up, you know, that much, I think you actually start to unwind. It's detrimental. Um, especially yeah. you've only got to push through. Look, I'm not a sports psychologist, but you've only got to push through for another couple of weeks, you know, like you'll get your mad Monday. Like you just have to think of it like a light in the end of the tunnel rather than an escape door halfway down. So it's my preference not to rest them from like a playing standpoint. But if a coach decides that's what he wants to do with his team, i.e. Ivan Cleary, let him do it. I don't care. Like it doesn't bother me that the cow's got a softer game or anything like that. Like I don't Mm. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. What was Um, it? 2010 did the Dragons do it? And then they end up up choking that year? I think it was 2010. No, they won the Prem in 2010. No, sorry, not no. Uh, 2009, sorry, they won it 2010. Mm. 2009, mm. they did it, and then mm. that, they ended up getting fucked up. I don't know. Yeah. One of the years down at the Dragons, Wayne did it, and everyone was really angry at him. Well, <laughs> yeah. I've um. No, that yeah, they def- they played Souths, who needed to beat the Drag. They won though. That's the thing. The Dragons reserves won that game. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you with, go. Um, with my dad coming up a lot more frequently ever since we moved to um, Queensland, I've been listening to a little bit of SEN radio with him and he's been telling me about some of the things they talk about and whatnot. It's just been something we've been talking about. But apparently um, Denon and Cameron Smith spoke about this the other night and they were both in favour of copying the AFL system, which is to give everyone a week off um, in between the last round of the regular and the first round of the finals. Mm. And they were both for it they uh, were of the opinion apparently that it would build suspense which i don't necessarily agree with yeah. but if they want to be like adhd we can't do it right. we can't even right. take weeks off for origin we need like they, they i don't know they'll jam something in there the There's afl just... does it yeah, yeah no, that's but, what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah but there are some rugby league has adhd we can't do it we just we need yeah. a week off <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. i just think you... as well Projecting ADHD onto everyone. Well, yeah, but it's like we all like this, though. We never have I breaks think, for origin, yeah. anything. But I mean, we, I, I think the one that makes put... the most sense to me is having the week off before the grand final, like they do for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm. So both teams are rested. Well, what mm. they could figure out one day, maybe, like uh, the women's season potentially could have the grand final on its own standalone and the men's on its own standalone. Now we're cooking with gas. Uh, okay, last question on Patreon before we go over to Discord. Uh, Ed Burton, given Penrith played their reserve grade side against the Cowboys, but then their reserve grade side won their two versus three semi. Is oh, there any they? foreseeable? They did. They were actually <laughs> were down and came back and won it. Uh, is there any foreseeable future where the Panthers aren't top four? I mean, yeah, I, mean I mean, look, the the Warriors used to dominate lower grades every fucking uh-huh. year, and it doesn't translate a lot of the time. Sometimes it does, but a lot of times it does. It, do, it doesn't always translate, but you're also forgetting sometimes those reserve grade teams that sometimes come the finals, a team like North Sydney that lost isn't at their strongest either because some of their good players aren't playing because they don't want to get injured if they have to be used in NRL games. Like you go look at the team that played for the Bears this week, it wasn't their strongest team. You know, but yeah, I don't think that is, it doesn't always translate the dominance, and also a lot, a couple of those players are at that Penrith team are already signed for elsewhere anyway. I was going to say, like, the halfback. Not every club breeds their own juniors, which means that a lot of them go shopping through those competitions, right? Yeah, exactly. there's absolutely no guarantee that just because they play at Penrith now that they will play at Penrith in the future. Exactly, and also no guarantee because they won that New South Wales Cup that means they're going to be good NRL players. You know? Yes. <laughs> 
You know, like um, it's like, yeah, you won New Wales Cup, but also that you're playing other New Wales Cup players. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, anyway, let's go over to Discord and have a check of the questions there. Oh my god. <laughs> what? No, just the question of Master Smart Farnsworth. Uh, go on. He says, is there a better tasting medicine for when you're a kid than Demazin? I don't know what it is. No, Demazin. there yeah, Dimatap. Dimatap's the goat. Yeah, I don't know what Demazin is. No, I do, but Dimatap was the best tasting one. Yeah, Dimatap, I would drink uh, if they had Dimatap like yes. at the pub. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Isn't that entire like that's the whole flaming flaming Homer thing, right? Was that yeah. they had Dimatap in them and they were delicious. Yeah, you got any medicine takes, uh, M? Uh, no, but I used to, and I know this is weird, and I can't believe I'm putting this out. Yeah, I know. Here we go. Um, I used to really like um the taste of dissolved aspirin, like the ultra lemony tasting thing. I just always associated that with like feeling better. So even though it's kind of awful, that that taste in my head now is like I feel better if I have that. So I used to have that in a glass of lemonade and I'd be like, fine. Double lemon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and this also coincides with my lemon-lime Powerade is the best flavoured Powerade taste as well. So, What if you put an aspirin in the lemon-lime Powerade? How are we doing there? Or just put the aspirin in the already fizzy lemonade. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've got any hard aspirin takes, but now next time I ever have one, I'm going to have to think of the flavour. I generally just yeah. smash it. I haven't really thought of the flavour much. Mm. It's it's lemon flavored, but it's obviously got like a sour bitterness to it because yeah, it's it's weird. But I kind of really like it. Yeah. Uh, Eddie NZ said he might cover this in general news. Well, we didn't. But he said thoughts on the lack of NRL support for extra games in New Zealand next season. What would you like to have seen done? Yeah, because they've only got nine games there, right? Yeah. Can you explain? I didn't read the article. I just saw the outrage. How has that happened? Well, they have home games that aren't there. Ne- you know, so they like, take one to Magic like, Round, yeah, I assume. Yeah, right? I assume Magic Round was one of them, but where are the other ones going? Oh, I can't remember now because I looked at a few days ago. Are they like in other idiot. places in New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I think, I think there's another one. But yeah, no, essentially no team has taken a game there, is what he's saying, right. which is true. Like, you know, you think like the Bulldogs used to do it. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I do think it's a bit poor, but yeah, they can't exactly force teams to do it, but it would have been nice to have seen some form of incentive of teams taking games there. Like, same thing with, with Magic Round, right? Like, teams are offered up to take those games. Um, it would have been nice to see an incentive to to go over there. And uh, it just makes it feel a whole bit hollow the last couple of years. And, you know, we, we all we kept banking New Zealand, but we didn't really do anything about it, did we? No. Um, yeah, look, I can't believe that NRL teams are being selfish. It's really surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, it was at Napier some games in. Yeah, that's it. There's two home games, so they took two of their home games to Napier. Over okay, there. there you go. <laughs> but as you said, no one else has taken games there, which is a bit disappointing. And yeah, you just wish they were forced to. Or at least you know maybe we can give them some internationals. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <sighs> uh, next I'm question. Right. Week. Sorry. Oh, no, it's right. I was just going to say, it's always been unusual to me that the competition is called National Rugby League and it's played internationally, but... Yeah. <laughs> it, um, yeah. Why, why would they? Why would they move games over there if they're not incentivized to do so? Like, I imagine not a lot of the teams have large fan bases mm. in New Zealand. Plus yeah. the ticket, plus the ticket sales, plus, plus, plus all of the, you know, sponsored 
things that they can put up on the screens at their home games. Yeah, it 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 sucks. Hey, like, mm. I mean, considering they pushed having all their games at home, it's weird they didn't get that. No one's put their hand up for another. But you know what? Like, there's still time for that. Were, were they pushing to have the whole season over there? Was that it? They like were. Yeah. Well, that was the. Uh, and I honestly didn't hate that idea because they've been such an at such a disadvantage this year. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have hated that if they've done it. But again, so, you so can't leave. Happens, such... What happens with like Antec Day, for example? There. Well, I mean. Uh, like is, is that always today. in Melbourne? Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, maybe they could go to Magic Round and they can go to Melbourne for that. But like the rest of the games, like yeah. But again, you you have to if you're the NRL, you have to be. I mean, you you would you you have to take the initiative here because the clubs aren't just going to do it out of the goodness of their hearts. Because at the end of the day, winning is the most important thing, and mm-hmm. moving a game against the Warriors to New Zealand decreases your chances of winning it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I get that. There's, there needs to be some incentive for them to do it. Like, you know, going to the Magic Round, they, obviously the Warriors have picked that for financial reasons themselves. They've offered up and they've obviously had some tough financial times, so I get that. But I think they argued a bit as well that since going back to Mount Smart, they've had good crowds, which is true. And, uh, you know, I'm not everyone who listens to this podcast isn't the biggest union fan ever, but it's, it's genuinely a concern in New Zealand right now that the Super Rugby sucks. So there is a bit of a window opportunity there for rugby league for more games. We're going to see it more intrigue and interest. So disappointing that we're not taking the opportunity, but we have any, the, as you said, mate, clubs will choose themselves first always. They're not going to think, oh, if we take a game over there, we owe the Warriors one and also be great for the game. No clubs thinking that. So needs they to wanted, be if they wanted more games over there, they should have reapplied for their NRLW license. Yeah, God, that's just, it's, I'm so sad they didn't get back in after all the teams, though. Hey, like, but they didn't even, even for it. the yeah. way I understand, they didn't even apply for it. Like, they've just conceded yeah. that running a women's team is too expensive. Yeah, which I get, uh, you know, and honestly, I forgive them for that at the moment anyway, with the last couple of years. But I know that I don't know what changed. I know the women's teams are quite heavily supported by the NRL. It would be mm. nice to see them get one over there because, again, there's a lot of Kiwis who play footy 100%, right? And then, yeah. and then that would have been more games as well. And you could have run standalone yeah. games over there. You could have really featured it. That's it. Oh, well, um, yeah. Next question. Wheat gut. I'm a fairly casual sports fan, he says. Tell me, <laughs> has there ever been a better case for folding a team than the West Tigers? Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Because in between, like, I know they've been absolutely pants two of these last three weeks. But a lot of their defeats this year have been more like, uh, like you know completely insane to finish rather than like just getting pumped every week like they've had a few of those but a lot of their losses have been more bizarre than anything else I think they've had like four games where they're winning in the, the Titans game the Dragons game the Cowboys game and there's another one I'm forgetting but like there's another world where they win three or four more games and whilst they still don't make the finals they're nowhere near last and we're not having these conversations. There's, there's always been incompetent teams. There've been teams that have won fewer games than this, but I just think that from top to bottom, yeah, I'm not sure if there is a more sort of harebrained operation in the NRL right now than the Tigers. I dare say there isn't, but there have been in the past. Like there, there just has been. There, you've got to understand how amateurish this sport was even 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years ago. Like South's pre home to court and Russell Crowe was run like a local footy club. Like had a literal scam as a sponsor. <laughs> yes, that also I think that was after the bite. But this is like yeah, this, this is one of the old story where like apparently like 
Gus had pulled some strings to get Luke Prittis to sign for South or some shit in 2002. And God, what a sliding doors moment that is, by the way. And apparently he wanted $250,000 a year, which was, and George Piggins was, oh, no, people should just want to play for Souths and refuse to offer him such a ridiculous pay packet. You, you hear stories like that and you're like, man, come the fuck on. Like, how are you running a football club? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so but no. Out of all franchises, the Charlotte yeah. Bobcats. <laughs> They're the ones that yeah. this, they did get turfed, but yeah. Is that is that a real team? Yeah, well, not it anymore. It was a real team. Wait, wait, can I guess what sport it is? No. You can. I never, yes. I never will. No, don't worry. It um, doesn't sound how like. How can a sport. you not guess that? There's only like, there's not that many sports. Well, it, Carolina, you said. Yeah, no, Charlotte Bobcats. It's oh, in Charlotte. Carolina. Well, that that's the capital of North Carolina, right? Correct. So, mm. um, ice hockey. <laughs> No. You see, the thing is, a name, <laughs> name like Bobcat doesn't scream any sport. No, that's my And somehow that was a basketball team. Oh, shit. I never have gotten that. <laughs> yeah. And so they I had the ugliest jersey. The capital of North and, Carolina is Raleigh, not Charlotte. And, and uh, <laughs> it is blood. Anyway, Michael Jordan owns them. They 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 became they came back <laughs> oh, into the Hornets. What but, sport could they be? Yeah, yeah exactly right. Okay. And the Charlotte Terrible. Hornets got moved to New Orleans and became the New Orleans Hornets. They brought in this team called the Charlotte Bobcats. But then, uh, the New Orleans they re, they got the Hornets license back in Charlotte because the Charlotte Hornets are iconic, and New Orleans are now the Pelicans. Yeah, but and then the, there was some weird thing with the ownership of their records and stuff. They yeah, they resolved that. But they yeah. were an atrociously run team. Yes. The very uncool the name and no cool players. So what yeah. you're saying is, yes. is that we can move teams to another city and change the mascot as well, and no one gives a shit. Yes, I'm going to make so the can... roosters into the Perth octopuses. Yeah, That's yeah. I was going to say yes. the West Tigers can go to New Caledonia. Sure, it's west of somewhere. Yeah, yeah. but the Bobcats genuinely had like the worst NBA team of our lifetime, our lifetimes, and some of the ugliest jerseys. They, were here. they had nothing, literally no redeeming features. Yeah, and yeah, the Hornets is a much better name and not yeah. as ugly. Uh, but their Tigers, someone's got to be bottom of the ladder, you know, every year. Someone's got to be the, the team that we can all look at and go, well, at least I'm not a fan of them. And so, you do have to remember that up until this year, famously, they'd never won the wooden spoon. So it's like, you know, mm. I think the Titans are worse because at least the Tigers have yes. won things in the past. The Titans are offensively boring. Yes. Nobody cares about the Titans. If they weren't they the are as close to the Charlotte year, Bobcats that we have, I think. I'm telling you, if they weren't the competition next year, would people notice? No. Maybe not. The Titans. Because nobody <sighs> talks about them. It's true. Uh, okay. Manny P asks, who's winning the comp and why is it the Raiders of Canberra? Oh, you such a sip, oh, Manny. Can this oh, man pick really? one team? How many teams? <laughs> pick I one. The, I Dolphins guy now. He goes yeah, for like least... six teams. It's not important. Yeah. <laughs> Brent uh, Sloan, anyway. one of the Canberra Raiders went into the final series where oh. Momentum played the Storm uh-huh. where we won many of our recent games against them at Amy Park. Is that is this not the Momentum NRL fans have been crying out for? And we'll Raiders fans you. are ready for the guests on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. They came, they they've came done, prepared. They've done this on purpose. You read the questions and then you asked if I wanted to stay around. And me, yeah. the idiot, said yes. Hang on. Are you <laughs> suggesting that we prepared for this podcast in any way? Sorry. 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 <laughs> My bad. Fuck. What's yeah. up with these? What is up also, with this question got asked like five days ago. So they didn't yeah, know true, you were going to be on the show. True. Um, but then said, what, three weeks ago, weren't they death riding like, not making the finals, they were absolutely yes, but then they won their games happen. and now they're in the finals, so. and now they think they're going to win the whole damn thing. Like, why is it why is it so like extreme with them? Why can't they ever just accept their mid? 
I like that answer. They're not going to like that. I don't give a fuck. Good. Okay, like and the song. next question from Raiders <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not about the storm, though. It's not. It's oh, funny. Great, uh, great. Horsburgh Scoresborough asks, is there a bigger disrespectful moment than the opposing halfback giving away his footy boots to a kid uh, in the crowd <laughs> with 35 minutes left? In the I game? must have left before this happened because I had no idea amazing. this happened until just now. That's is it, I assume this is Fogarty. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's fucking field, like hilarious. Holy shit, that's funny. Mate, oh got to respect it. What if they got move. four injuries and he had to go back? Obviously, he's got spare boots, but fuck, like, that's so good. He goes okay, and he tracks, the, he tracks the kid down. Oi. Give me my Jackson, boots back. I've got to go. Um, I actually might I might be back on the Raiders just for that alone. That is that's very funny. It's so impressive. Oh, I do like players. it a lot, and I, I support them doing that again. I agree. <laughs> Not to know. So so what weekend? What yeah? What minutes Jerome Hughes giving his boots out this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, M- Munster's the one who loves to give his shoes away. He does. He's a, yeah. for it. No, he just uh, like dig kits. He takes his jersey off, his shorts off, everything. He's just naked. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Brenton Sloan. If NRL team came to the finals with the force of unstoppable momentum, oh, who would you want gross. to play them? <laughs> Again. Me, me. I want to play them. I want. I'm Dylan yeah. Edwards. No wait, Dylan Browning. This situation. I want to ruin them. There you go. There you go. <laughs> ben Wallace, the issues at Manly raise interesting qu- question on assistant staff. Where is the mm. line between coaches picking their own staff and admin having a say? Um, I think if that head know. coaches should kind of always have the sort of last say on who their assistants and stuff are going to be. I disagree. But I was about to say, I, I don't really feel that strongly about it. The, the whole club lives and dies by results. The head coach is just part of that chain. He's not as in charge as people think he is most days, the, like in clubs now. Like, for example, right, at South, do you really think Russell Crowe doesn't pick half the fucking staff? Mm. Like, are we, who, who, who are we kidding? You think, you know, Sam Burgess coming back, you think Jason Dimitri, who never worked with him, was like, we need Sammy. Yeah. Get me that, Sammy. That happened. <laughs> but are you suggesting that no, should Sammy. happen? In some cases, yes, mate, because the okay. co- it's really easy as a head coach to you surround yourself with people who just say yes to you. That's true. It's your decision. And yeah, it can work in some cases, but not in all cases. Like we always talk about the, the term yes, man. You think when you're in a business, it's really good if one person does all the hiring and picks all the people. And like if you're the CEO, yeah, that's your job, but you're not. Someone in the middle shouldn't pick, oh, I get to pick everyone underneath me. I don't think so. You know, when I get when you get a job right. You do interview with your manager, you're gonna, but you generally interview with someone above him as well at some point, you know? Make sure you're fit for everybody, not just a fit for the guy you're working for. So um, I think there's it's obviously different splits, different places, but there seems to be power battles at Manly all the time for the organisation they are. Um, and they've given Dez quite a bit of power, and again, they don't seem to like that. But I think it's just a healthy mix, mate, like, it can't be all one or all the other. Like, of course, a head coach can't have the club giving him every single staff member as well without his say. But you know, I don't think any head. I don't think any head coach should have a hundred percent say of who works with him. Yeah. No, like, yeah. I don't know if you guys have any other takes, but that's what I think. Well, I'll yeah, I, yeah. All right. Okay. That's anyway, fair. that's uh, pretty reasonable. Yeah, six against it. Is there a bigger leap in the game than the one from assistant coach to head coach? No. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like wait, no. in terms of like in terms of like coaching stuff, or like 
I don't know that stuff as well. No, it just says in it just says in the game, right? Oh well, so then no, the leap cup. from fucking Toyota Cup to first grade or reserve Sorry. grade to first grade. I was going to say good. the leap of playing leap playing playing halfback in reserve grade to playing halfback yeah. in first half grade. Halfback in first yeah. grade. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, or even like going from like a utility to yeah, mm. and it's not the same anymore. It's obviously gone now, but like there'd be guys who just were bigger than everyone and just ran over children in Toyota Cup, who then got thrown into first grade and got manhandled. So. There, yeah, there exactly. are guys who have played one or two games of NRL, right? And then they never mm. play another game, right? And it's then there are, yeah. there'd be and there'd be all the people behind them who never even got those one or two games. Yeah. Yep. And and you're right, and there'd be people who were superstars for ten years until like ten years old who got one shot in first grade, never played again. That's mm. the biggest leap. Because you're the you good kid heartbreak. on every team you're in for your yeah. whole life. And then you get And yeah. you go from being like a dominant half or six your whole life. And you're like this guy who's like, you know, you're six two and you play five eight or something. You're the biggest guy you've in, you know in your whole area you've ever been in. Mm. You have time with the ball all the time. You're the one who's running the ball at the line, whatever. To going into first grade, to getting hit late every time you kick the ball, yeah. every time you pass the ball, you get targeted in defense, the line speed is faster. All of a sudden you're being asked to make decisions. Like decisions on the spot quickly of like, you know, at the back or short ball or kick or run like that at a level that you never had to before. That's a much bigger leap than being the guy sitting next to the head coach to being the head coach. Because you being an assistant, you're still doing a lot of the head coach's duties. Obviously, there's other things that there aren't. But, you know, going from mm. assistant coach to head coach is like going from playing in the centers to playing fullback. Yeah. And I think that especially that with J- Jason Demetrio, for example, like he was probably doing most of the stuff he's doing this year, last year with, yeah. with Wayne being sort of more of like the overseer. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Oh, actually I've got about... a good one going from the storm system to having to go and play for any other NRL club. Brady Croft yeah. didn't like that. No. <laughs> Newcastle's next star. Halfback. I mean, he didn't like I, doing like... it at the storm either. <laughs> Does that mean that the reverse of this is going from the team that wins the wooden spoon in the NRL to a mid? Yes, Nofaluma's had the least. Uh, Nofaluma's had the least. Uh, no, no, no. It's a Brody transition. Croft. It's a Brody Croft joke because he went to mm. what a mid-table Super League team and he's crushing it. Yeah, good on him. What a team. <laughs> Salford is it? I don't watch um, any Super League, but no um, shot. Don't. I don't. It's no, dead now. no. But I was, <laughs> I was aggrieved when I heard that after hearing nothing but Brody Croft talk for months now, that they're not even winning. Are they not winning? I assumed they were the oh, coming first. Oh, no, no. they are they're mid-table. Okay. Yeah, oh. they're okay. They're okay. They are mid-table, apparently. Yeah. Oh. I can't believe the night, if the Knights sign him more. My boy, my boy. That's, now you talk about... Tyson uh, Gamble fans. and Brody Croft. Yeah, give up. Like, oh, those things, honestly, if they went to a season like that, it'd be so hard for me if I was a Knights fan to... They up. won as many games as they lost. Finished 14 and 13. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're, the, they're the dragons of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, V8 Tiger says West Tigers management believe Adam Dewey is a huge weakness in defense and it's amazing reason they haven't re signed him yet. Do you think he's a poor defender or looks bad in a bad defensive team or even just doesn't give a shit with nothing to play for? Well, his attitude recently has been dreadful. Not good. But also, I look, people like to think that we live in this sort of utopian thing where it comes to sports stars where they should always care the same. They should always mm-hmm. treat every game and every moment as though it was the Super Bowl or the Game 7 of the World Series over. The fact is, life in any job, whether you're an athlete or not, does not work like that. Like, And if you are on that West Tigers team, just hearing every 
piece of media about how poorly your club is run hearing every every piece of media about the future of your club looking at the guys alongside you phoning it in getting pumped every week that stuff takes a toll and you shouldn't do it but i don't really blame adam dewey for just being like this is fucking shit i don't really care yeah and uh what you're forgetting bungo though is they don't pay attention to the media just ask. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> even, though they're, even though they're C, the, the chairman was texting a podcast, <laughs> but they, they, they don't. Uh, but yeah. I'm with you, Dewey. Like, obviously, the club is saying it's a negotiation tactic. Hey, it is. It's, they don't want to pay him a shitload of money. It's like, oh, he's got this, he's got this weakness, that weakness, whatever. Um, his defense has been piss poor this season, but it hasn't always been piss poor. And he's, he's a large guy who has shown, in the past, you know, commitment to the cause. I think it's obviously he was terrible the last five or six weeks, but it's overblown. His defense is fine, mostly. Yeah. I mean, why obviously being a bad team makes it worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Would, playing in a bad team you? makes it worse. How many? How many times have you? Well, I mean, you probably can't talk much because you've never changed jobs, but. Mm. Every time I've changed jobs, the last two weeks, I swear to God, I just check out. Like, it's oh man, just, uh, my yeah, I you know the last like. Yeah, in in a, in a previous job, I'm not gonna get too specific. Um, no, would literally turn Slack on and just like do yeah. nothing. Yeah, and you like the NRL equivalent of that is knowing you're not playing finals. No, I I'd left on bad terms. Right? Like, I will say, if I'd leaving on good terms, yeah. I'd probably still do some work, but I'd still be less motivated to like. You you work still hard. do your work. You still do your work, yeah. but you're not going like above and beyond. Yeah. And like, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. And some days, yeah. like, and then, again, there are some days where like you like for me especially there's some days where you go to work and it's like right today i'm I'm going to a press conference for like this boxing match or like i'm going to a sporting event or something cool's happening and some days it's just a fucking wednesday and there's nothing on and you sit in the office writing nonsense and those days happen and it's like yeah obviously i did just my heart is obviously not as in writing this thing about fucking a late team change as it would be if I was interviewing Alex Volkanovsky. There are obviously yeah. levels to this stuff for everyone and football is no exception. Yeah, and yeah. that's obviously, like, you know, that's why the teams like Penrith are a miracle because they seem to have been up for every game for like three years. Mm. <laughs> uh, Harvey says, factoring the crash of a Viet Tiger, how pleased is Bungard about Dewey's now inevitable return to South Sydney? Where's he going to play? Uh, well, they'd re-sign all the for like seven Well, exactly. Years. We have our long-term halves combination of an old man <laughs> and a guy that's <laughs> he's a guy yeah, and a guy, a guy and a guy. Speaking of the guys old who man could, who and could the young get boy, get sold for the fourteen and thirteen. He <laughs> could. Oh he my could god, get sold for the fourteen, maybe fifteen. Um, um, I want him to play well this week. I want him to just brain it this week. God, it'll be yeah, good. That's a shock. That's who, Ilias or yeah, or yes. Adam Dewey? Well, well, I don't think Andrew's playing him. <laughs> it's um, is yeah. Look, I don't know. I I'm not ready to give up on on Lachlan Ilias yet, but fuck, just have a good yeah. game this week, man. Come Speaking on. Speaking of a three way, Brody Croft, Lachlan Ilias, and Adam Dewey. Shoot, <laughs> Adam Mario. Dewey. Yeah, Here we go. Adam Dewey's Fun the hot chick in that situation. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> you've got to you've got to shoot Shag Mario then. Which one? Oh, um, marrying, uh, marrying Brody Croft. He's the most handsome. So. Oh. <laughs> it's not like he looks like a boy. <laughs> Ew. It's probably got, he's probably got cooties. Somebody bonk him with a horny stick. <laughs> Hang on. The, uh, sorry, just to be clear, the person who brought marry fuck kill into this situation is not the one getting bonked. 
No. no. Ridiculous. Oh, well, then I'm not answering. Game no, over. Oh, come on. I, I need to know. Uh, I need to know. Mary Brody Croft. Uh, who am I going to kill? Um, if I tried to kill Adam Dewey, I think he'd kill me. Where I think Lock on the List would just accept it. So I'll kill Lock on the List. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, okay. Next question has not aged well at all. Uh, oh, so about no point in asking if Ki- yeah. So oh. no, he's not only Lord and Savior. Uh, <laughs> it's so annoying today, man. Oh. So fucking annoying today. God, yeah. he had like ten uh, anyway. break points. He nearly, he nearly pulled it back. The worst part is that he capitulated. Still, nearly pulled it back. Like seven times. He kept yeah. getting it's weird though, because like this wasn't like a classic curious meltdown, right? It was just like a couple of high leverage points didn't go his way, and yeah. he made a like he just couldn't convert any of the like 10 break points that he had. I, so think, I think genuinely for one of the first times, he just got mm. outplayed. Yeah, that's like, fine. Sometimes that it wasn't exactly. It wasn't his own. The other situation. dude played really well. The other, the other guy like was glued to his baseline. It was mm. amazing. Like he played really, really well and it's okay to just get, you know, outplayed or out. Yeah, but it just gives you the shits as a Kyrgios fan, as you all know, because he's floundered for like a decade and he finally is committed and he wants to win and then he's fucking threw away a good chance. And we don't know how long he's going to have that lightning in a bottle of wanting to be committed. Uh, Hang on. This is the thing, right? As like, it's all about his attitude from this point because like Federer's already Mm -hmm. done. The other two pricks are getting old as well. So like, and I don't think the current. He's he's not a spring chicken in tennis. No, no, he's he's 26. Um, And I don't think, I don't think the current crop of, um, like young players are anywhere near the caliber of those guys. Um, and I think he can honestly beat anyone like on his day and, and he'll get more chances. Grand plan. He can, he'll he, get more chances. Next, I have no doubt like, he'll get more chances. And you know what he's doing? Year or two. He's just going to, he's going to keep knocking out the first or second seed and then losing. And some other dickhead's going to win it open from, no, but, <laughs> from he like, didn't, like, but that like, Kachanov's a good player, and he lost the fucking Wimbledon final to Novak Djokovic. Like he's mostly been able to put the bad players away recently, which is the thing that was always the biggest knock on him. Um, obviously, you can't expect him to win every match. He should have won today. He made a few too many unforced errors, but yeah, I, I, I'm just really encouraged by the year that he's had. And look, I know people were ragging on him for smashing the racket after the game and stuff, but at least he fucking cares. He knows what he threw away, mate. That's at least it. he gives a shit. Like this is a guy that a couple of years ago would have just like shown up, got knocked out in the second round and fucked off and not cared. And at least he cares. That's all. And that's all we've ever wanted him to do is because we know how talented he is. And if he's talented and he cares, he can beat anybody. By the way, at least he did it at the end of the game rather than doing it halfway through and giving away points and all of that sort of shit. Well, he did get a warning for it. And then he threw a bottle of body armor sports drink and got a further warning for that. But yeah, yeah, he he didn't actually. Yeah. Yes, but it's funny. The Yankees don't like, don't really like like him. though. hey, like a lot of the rest Ooh, of the tennis, they all cheered for him today. Him. But that's Man, that, crowd, that might be because he was playing was a Russian. So, yeah, that crowd was so pro curious. It was yeah, insane. but that could be because yeah, he's no, playing a saying, Russian dude. Yeah, no, but they don't. They're not really loving Kyrgios. Like Wimbledon loved Kyrgios, for example. They do. Mm. People around the world are getting mm. over them. But like the moment he broke his racket, it was like the classic American thing. Like oh, no respect for the game. They love respect. At what point guns. did he ever show that's respect it. for the game? He did. That's why we love him. He did. Um, yeah. yeah, but anyway, straight up, we don't have to go maybe, back to Maybe he should have shot a kid months. at a school. You're right, Bungard. And then maybe he could have oh, they could. They would have. Yeah, look. All right. We <laughs> yeah, now would no have talk about tennis for three and a half months. So I'll see you <laughs> in know. January. Uh, Justin says, on a BCE, how many of your work colleagues hate you? <laughs> <laughs> Does this count as work? Yeah, well, well then at least I one. might have a list. I might have a like. He has like at least like thirteen that hate him. I could be on that. I could have more than that. Mm. You don't have any work colleagues. 
It's true. Yes, I do. At this, at this very moment, you don't have any work colleagues. No, but I will again. Well, yeah, in, in so, waking up a bit, but yeah. I, I, yeah, my work colleagues have been for seven years where I am, or was, uh, yeah. There's a, I, there's, you know, there's a many that weren't too, uh, sorry, there was many that weren't too fast that I was leaving. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I get blunt, a bit, a bit blunt sometimes. So why mm. people don't like that? Um, Conversely, I dislike many of my colleagues. No, I'm kidding. They're fine mostly. I, don't, I definitely never complain. About I'm pretty them. easy going with at work. I don't really have any problems there. <laughs> It's okay, Bungard. I'm just not like enough of your colleagues for you. That's true. You do carry <laughs> the heavy lifting there. <laughs> I do. Someone's got to do it, right? Uh, six again. Can you do a heart glass half full empty 2023 yeah. outlook for the clubs that missed the eight? Yes, but very quickly. All right. We've yeah, got starting from the bottom. Two days, haven't we? Yeah. The Tigers. I would say you they can't finish players. lower, but you can because there's more teams next year. Um, so glass half they full. Happy and Papa, Papa Lee. That's true. That's a big glass half full. Warriors. And Sheens is back. Therefore, yeah. the glory days are back. Empty, uh, you can finish lower than you did this year somehow. Um, Warriors, half full, obviously, more games at home. Empty, you're losing Reese Walsh. If, for whatever reason, COVID ramps up again, you will be fucked again. Fair? Yes. Knights, half oh, full. Don't, don't, I don't want to care about COVID again. Don't mention that. that can't no, be well, I'm just yet. saying. Anyway, Knights, yeah. half full. You've still got Kalen Ponga, half empty. You're going to have Brody Croft. No, no, no. Half full, the women's team are going to win the comp this year. Oh, that's so, true. That's true. There you go. Uh, Titans, glass half full. Uh, even if you suck, no one really cares. Mm. And half that empty. Is true. Even if you're good, no one will really care. They really care. Mm. The perfect half full glass. That's true. Of lukewarm gold rush Powerade. Um, <laughs> Bulldogs, half full. Uh, the, the, the Phil Gould revolution is in full swing. Reed Marnie's coming in. Uh, if you can sort out the halfback situation, you have a very good team for next year. The glass half empty is that uh, it's very hard to get a half. <laughs> is that fair? Very no, true. No. Yep. Uh, Manly, glass half full. You can't have a more embarrassing scandal than you did this year. And also, you don't currently have one of your players embroiled in a court case for stabbing someone because that case has been settled. Glass half empty, that case was not settled in the way you might have wanted it to be. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. yeah, keep going. These are fantastic. Yeah, good. Uh, Dragons, you've got one of the best halfbacks in the yeah. Uh, but the 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 or the Titans are going to give him like a trillion dollars a year. And you're going to lose. The Dragons him. is your floor is twelve wins. Your ceiling is twelve wins. It's True. Wins. They you are the purgatory <laughs> of yeah. NRL teams. And the, the, uh, my Mitch, favorite thing is they somehow they're losing half their players but have no cap space. Um, they're, they're money I mean, balling it there. No, uh, they're Mitch, playing. Aren't they paying Zach Lomax like eight salary? They are. It's money glass, ball as well. It's all glass money half full. You will begin the 2023 season in the top eight alphabetically. Yes. Um, we might half, be there for 20 rounds again. Glass half empty. There is a chance you could be the fifth best team in Queensland next year instead of the fourth best. There's a chance. Yeah. Uh, I'm counting the Storm as a Queensland team in that regard. Ah, oh, okay. I was like, hang on. Yeah. I miscounted um, initially and then I used that line glass, as a model. Glass half full, you have the you have the best stadium and the most True. fun point scoring song mm. that yes. I enjoy thoroughly. 
Gossip empty. empty. Gossip empty. We, we stopped the other team. <laughs> the other team enjoys it more than you do. <laughs> yes. I only got to hear. I went all the way there, and I was like, mm. "Good, I'm keen to hear some Chelsea dagger." And I heard it twice. And I was like, "What's yeah, something like they're gonna play with?" Is it, is it more insulting that like Chelsea would it be dagger. worse if they played it when the other team scored? I think it would be right. It yeah, well, Gary, Gary and I were making friends there by doing it ourselves. Oh, I'm sure they would have loved you. That'd yes. be great. An obnoxious Storm fan as their season implodes and they concede 7,000 points. They okay, would have loved that. Uh, okay, Horsburgh scores, right? Is the rumour true that the reason Melbourne Storm haven't sold out their finals games is because they're making their fans travel to five different social media platforms <laughs> in order to purchase a ticket? I think, yeah, okay. you, you have to get yeah. the code on Instagram and then you have to get the, the, the website on Twitter and then you've got, I'm not doing the rest of this bit. You've got to put your payment details in on Facebook or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. The joke's there. <laughs> Just take the rest of it yourself. Um, yeah, look. It's a DIY it, joke. I like it. Uh, look, we had it. We, 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 this argument got very heated yesterday and it wasn't really a shot at Melbourne. It was more, uh, I'm just surprised because like Victorians love turning up for, in inverted commas, events. So like a knockout final, especially when you're so starved of sports because of COVID and shit, like a yeah, knockout they're all going, final. They're all going that's next true. door. Someone pointed out there's an AFL game on at the same time, yeah. which is kind of lame. Yeah. But... Which I think you could go back and famously say we've like, mm. as well but... as Melbourne's memberships are, as, as well as oh, Melbourne's they all attendances, attendances yeah. on average are, yeah. they are people who... That's either, true. Definitely, definitely support AFL as well as NRL. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah, think, it's annoying, right? Because like, it's Amy Park's nowhere near the MCG, right? No, they're no, right next door to one another. Aren't they? Oh, I get, I get yeah. confused. They're right next. Are they next next Eddie Hansen yeah. is a mile away, mate. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so aren't you guys that... playing? Like, couldn't you do the double? Aren't they playing at five thirty? Uh, yeah, we have the five thirty game. I'm not sure what time the AFL Neither game is, but. Like I don't know how you'd go getting people to move across the road. Pull it up on the computer. The AFL starts at uh, seven twenty-five. It's too tight. It's, I guess it's too tight. It wouldn't happen. So I think I think that's asking a bit much. It's more frustrating that the NRL had the opportunity not to schedule with their number one competition, and they did it anyway. Uh, it's true. You should have been the Sunday game, not us. But no. I mean, I don't. Yeah, we we could have been any other game, just not that one. You know, like. Just not the Saturday games. We could have had Friday. Doesn't matter. But well, I think there's also AFL on the Friday, right? Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know. It probably if is. It, if uh, it is, it may not be in Melbourne, like at the June. I don't know. No, anyway, it is. I, know, I only know that because friend of the show BDC's beloved Melbourne Demons lost last week, so they're hosting. That, it that's an, that's so enough. Sorry. Enough sharing. Sorry, uh, last question. Sorry. sorry, Ben Quelliata. This is a good question that I don't think any of us are actually going to answer. But he said, oh. "What are some of your favourite stories that you found out the next morning happened at an event that you don't remember from the night before?" Um, like, st- yeah. So, I mean, I think I've told this before, but like at a twenty-first once, uh, I I drank a whole bottle of bourbon in like fifteen minutes, which I shouldn't have done, and. They oh, took really? me to hospital to get my stomach pumped. And I don't remember going to hospital. And I woke up the next morning with like a hospital to spend on. And Charlie had already left to go to work. I'd stayed at her house. And um, I called her. I'm like, why don't I have a hospital wristband on? And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and I don't remember it at all. But apparently, and this is this is the no hangover thing, Mitchell, in full effect. Apparently, Charlie will tell you this. The, the, the nurses or the doctor or whatever said, we're not going to give him an IV. So he gets a really bad hangover and he learns his lesson. And I woke up next morning, fresh as Daisy, went to work. So sounds like it's your wife filling you full of lies. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> if there's one person that wants to fill me with irrational confidence, it's the person who has to be with me every single day. You're being gaslit. 
<laughs> no, but it's something. Isn't this the opposite of gaslighting? Because it's something good. No, it's, it's like part of it. No, no it's uh, it's you um, can be gaslit with good things. It's a compliment sandwich essentially as well. Yeah, you can be gaslit with good things. Anyway, that's mutilation. Okay, well, yeah. I had a wristband on from the hospital, so it happened. Yes, and you had you had track marks on your arm, but they no, were I not. Did, I did Yeah, I did. I would have had those, and I did. Good point. So that did happen. Um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. That that's fine. Also, that that one. That one. Hangovers at twenty one. Don't. No one has hangovers at twenty one. Okay. Doing? Don't try to diminish my compliments. Um, South um, beat the West Tigers later that day. It's a good day. I don't have many. I tend to remember most things that happen. I also tend not to drink that much that I can't remember what happened. Um, yeah. But I can donate a story, which is Bungard didn't remember or didn't know that one time we went out drinking oh, at the Aurora. Oh, so funny. This is so good. And we, one time we went out drinking <laughs> at the Aurora. We're playing Aurora Ball, right? This and is great. The, the um, uh, bartender was serving the shots that we were buying as our punishment mm. for losing Aurora Ball. Yeah. In ro- rocks glasses, so we yeah. were getting whole shots in rocks glasses, and then we were I all. Hate it. I hate it when places do that. I know, and we were all cheesing with them above our head. And I thought to myself, if I have one more shot, I am yeah. not going to be able to remember anything. <laughs> <Did it> like... <laughs> so while our hands were all up in the air, and the advantageous thing of being a similar, if not slightly taller, oh, than guard, you're that... like so. <laughs> Is that I was able to pour my shot into his shot glass without him. She noticing. did three, which is so funny. And I did it like, I remember times. the I remember the night, but I remember the next day. I was like, man, I, don't, I can't believe I got so drunk so fast. And yeah. then she told me what she did because this happened three times. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, at least, at least I did it. I did it. I did one. I did one shot that night, and it's it, very you, impressive you work. The rest of that was when the, that funny was when when a girl put something in a man's drink. I was, when I, I do was going to make the joke. The I, was, I rose above. <laughs> I rose above <laughs> making it, but I'm glad it was said, Mitchell. I'm glad finally someone is standing up for men. Thank you. I got my just desserts. You did try and carry me out. That's of the bar, true. So. That was also the day where Campo's roommate came to a bunch of guys he'd never met, played a roar ball, and lost right, three yeah. times. <laughs> Spent it like three hundred dollars. Good, Hated good on the him. Game. Uh, Mitch, and he's a no union fan to, too. That's what he gets. You, you, you're, you're, you've, you, you know, you got no filter. You got, you must have a story. You can tell within reason. Probably not. I can, I, I can tell. So yeah, I'm gonna plead the fifth. But yeah, oh, I have right. had. I usually have no filter. And I have got a, a bazillion drunk stories, but yeah. you know, some of these ones are they're about me, and I'm not going to share them on here. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> yeah, there I like that. Go. Both that's the stories fun. that were told were about me. Fantastic. Yeah, um, you do like when that... stories are about you, so that's a good podcast. That's true. That's <laughs> a, I, I, but not when I was not when I was hoodwinked, bamboozled, <laughs> led astray, yeah. run amok, and flat out deceived. It was very funny though. Yeah. I do, I, and I and I do it again. You would do it again. I respect it. All right. Uh, is that all questions? That's it. Yeah, we did it. Um, Thanks for joining us. Really long. Yeah. Sorry we took up so much time. I think this might be close to the longest part of the year. Um, But hey, that's a testament to how good the questions were from all of you. So well done. And if you want to get your questions answered going forward, you must be a member of our Patreon subscription service, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. And a quick thank you to Bronco from Birth, Chris Avenel, Dave, Rocky and Ruffy, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Chewbacca, Snuffleupagus, Dan Callanan, Doc Hogg, and Anonymous Backer, Ed Burton, Frankie, Jace Felix Farnworth, James K, Jason, Joel Wrigley, Joey, Gooch, Josh Brandon, Kicks Souths out of the comp, Lockin Hancock, Leon, Lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Matty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Mr. Beefy, Morgan Watkins, my arms, they go flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, never trendy, Party Keg, Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pill Score, Simo Bartz, Shunter, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Stone Gossard, Ty, TB, the Black vegetable the not so mature student the titans are cunts and i hate them 
Thor Laycock, and Tom Hardy. Thank you so much for your support to everyone in the lower tiers and to everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. Uh, and do you have anything to promote? Anything? Nothing? No, all good. Um, I am looking for someone who owns a cry cut, though, or one of those like vinyl acrylic cutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sister has um, one. Oh, well, if, if someone has one and they wouldn't mind me using it or I could send some designs and then they could send the back, that'd be neat. That's about it. <laughs> okay. All right, my sister uh, has boom. one. We should hook up. We kind of are you design work. I do. So that's, that's kind yeah, of a family yeah. thing. That's like, yes. a, you know, vicariously through my sister. We should, we should organize that. And the, the cycle of not paying M for stuff she does for us goes on. Fuck. Or my sister. <laughs> hey, we, we rigged the Coltrane cup so pa- you would win. No, so. no, I, no, my sister did p- get paid for stuff you hold as she made. So Once again, I'm... men taking credit for my own victory. What a world we live in. All right. Finals this weekend. We'll be back with all the wash up from that next week. Say goodbye, M. See you later. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.